Hello, everybody. What's up? My name is Corey, aka Rocker Dude, officially now. That's what you can call me. No numbers, no nonsense, just Rocker Dude. And you are listening to Achievement Hunting 101, the podcast that thinks you, yes, you, listener, are a Pokemon trainer because you have just wheedled your way into our hearts. Wow. Wow. With me, as you just heard from that voluptuous wow, is Big L. Um, I guess I'm going to say the most important part, that we are Achievement Hunting 101, and we are on level 100 plus 69. I haven't got to that part yet. Let me do my thing. Well, you could start over then if I blew your wad. Weedle. Yes, we are at level 100. <laughs> I apologize. This is Elliot's sickening department. Plus 69. Me and Kevin. Nice. Also joining is the always delicious Kushmoose. Hello. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and Fufu decided to dip out. So we got our understudy, Vulgar Latin. Hello, Vulgar. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I, Pokemon pun. I, I can't come up with anything. <laughs> <on it. laughs> yeah, I'll well, reference. If you Google funny introductions, <laughs> you might find that some list. Where are you going with that Pokemon slow, bro? Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, indeed. Let's oh, my get head. busy. All right. First up is a sales pitch. We have Extra Life coming up, and our very own Devin here is hosting his big Extra Life stream coming up. Devin, why don't you sell the people on Extra Life and what you're doing? Awesome. Yeah. So in uh, it'll be uh, about two weeks. So November the 6th, I will be streaming for 24 hours for Extra Life, which is going to be helping out uh, specifically for me, Omaha Children's Hospital. Uh, Extra Life does a lot of great things uh, with uh, providing gaming consoles and things for sick kids. There's a lot of downtime uh, when it comes to sick kids and the families um, of those children. So uh, be raising money for that. Uh, feel free to stop on by. Uh, I will be going for hopefully 24 hours. <laughs> uh, so from 8 a.m. Central Time to 7 a.m. Uh, because of daylight savings time, isn't that fun? Uh, I will I'd be like doing do that. I will be doing giveaways uh, throughout. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Liquid Bit Gaming, actually, the uh, Killer Queen Black Fame. Uh, they're going to be, they did some uh, sponsorship for us uh, for that. Uh, there's going to be other giveaways as well. I also want to thank In-Depth Gaming for that uh, and lots of, lots of stuff. So I'm going to have lots of things to give away, uh, lots of prizes. I'm going to be playing multiplayer games. You can stop on in on the party uh, if you want. I'll have one open for you. Uh, and you know, we'll just, uh, we'll do this thing. It'll be, uh, it'll be a lot of fun and I'll, I'll probably try to come up with a schedule of some sort of what we're going to be playing thereabouts. Um, but yeah, you might even be able to win ultimate chicken horse. So, uh, stop on in. Very, very nice. good. I was going to ask you about schedule. Do you have anything like that is solid in place that you will be playing it or is it just kind of going to happen? I, uh, you know, for now, I definitely want to do some Jackbox. I definitely want to get to Killer Queen Black. I uh, just try it out, um, uh, and I want to. Uh, there's there's some other ones in there that I want to see if I can get a group for. Um, do do quite a bit, but uh, we'll see. Jackbox for sure. Yeah, if we can swing it, uh, maybe some other co-op and, and Ultimate Chicken Horse because that's always good. 
Uh, so bring your energy drinks. I'll have a few. I'll have some coffee. Uh, it'll be good. Good time. Very good. And for those who have been around and uh, kind of were a part of it, I did say that for this effort, I am going to watch Princess Bride. That will happen. I promise. I'm not going to uh, let it slide. It'll come soon in one way or another. Oh, and if we hit $1,000, Fufu said that he would eat that uh, crazy hot sauce that I ate earlier. And I think that that will be hilarious to watch him eat that on stream. If you thought he I had... talks a big game, I think he mm. would cry. I, if you think I had some faces, uh, Fufu, Fufu will be, yeah, will be a lot worse. I don't know. I think he's got to eat that while dancing to Victorious at the same time <laughs> while watching Princess Bride. I agree. And at this point, <laughs> I'm thinking he doesn't even need a connect or the game. <laughs> we have the song. Yeah. He can just make up some choreography. Well, that's fair. I, just, I think that's just fair. Dance. Just make it happen. Just, exactly. It has to happen. Just get it done. I mean, he has already shaken what his mama gave him on stream before. I don't see why this would be any different. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad I just thought that out loud. So there you go. You're welcome, Fufu. Get and- your dance skills up there voluntold do your research (laughs) well this week's topic of discussion is going to take a look at our gaming past Uh, this did not come uh, from a patron or we did not even ask the patrons because it involves a little bit of research and in-depthness so we're going to uh, ask it of ourselves answer it and if you would like to do so i'll give you the instructions on what to do uh Hit us up in Discord or however you want to reach out to us and let us know what you would uh, answer this question. But uh, this came from Matriarch. She wants us to go to our Achievements 1 page on TA. Go to My Achievements. It should already be selected to 1, but just in case it's not, make sure it's on Achievements 1. Go all the way to the last page and then go back four pages. So we're going to the fifth to the last page here. And we're just going to talk about the achievements that are on that page and see if there's some kind of story to the achievements there and really see if the gamer that you are today, uh, would you actually play that game or earn those achievements today uh, in 2021, I guess. So uh, it's going to be very wide range for some of us who have uh, lesser uh, time on Xbox or time with these tags at least to where we are now. Uh, so it should be pretty interesting. So uh, as an example, I'll go first. So I went to my achievements page. My fifth to last page happens to be number 188. As we found out, uh, it differs very much on how many things you're showing, but my page contains, uh, for the most part, three games. A couple other stuff sprinkled in, uh, but the majority of achievements come from the three games. Those would be Killer Instinct, uh, and these all happened with uh, within January 2017. So it's actually like over most of the month. I must have just not been playing uh, as much as I do now uh, easily. But uh, I had some Killer Instinct in there. I had Rayman Legends in there. Uh, and I had a lot of Borderlands 2 in there. Uh, again, a couple other onesies and twosies. And then another one I just noticed is Oxenfree. Uh, apparently that's when I sat down and played Oxenfree because I have a short span of achievements in there and I completed the story. Now, 
if this is the one I remember, I, I, I have a very distinct memory of completing Oxenfree, and I said to myself, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm going to read all the dialogue, and uh, I remember doing that. I remember sitting on my coffee table, because who sits on their couch? Had to be closer. <laughs> sitting on my coffee table. Uh, this was not like the boring, you know, silent playthrough. So it was just playing and seeing what I got. And uh, I remember really enjoying the game. And then uh, come, I don't know, what is it, uh, math, four or five years later, I still have not completed Oxenfree. I do have that silent run left. Um, I, I completed it once since January 2017. But, yeah, I can't go back. Uh, as far as those other games on the list, Rayman Legends, uh, that's just a really good game. Really good platformer. I would play that even today. Um, still haven't completed it. Go figure. And uh, Borderlands 2. Um, I can't remember exactly what it was. This this may have been around the time that the transfer system came out. And so I had some really good stuff from a 360 save. And I moved all that over. And I was just gutted because here's another another game I have not completed. But I could if I just put some you know a little bit of effort into it. Borderlands 2 in the save thing works really great, uh, but if you did everything in your playthrough, some things didn't unlock, and some really minutinous, time-consuming things didn't unlock. And uh, for me, there's three on there that are just like like a knife in my back. I can't reach it, and I don't want to pull it out, and it is to discover all the named locations and completing in one area and completing all of the side missions in two of the areas, two of the DLCs. Not again, not hard. Could easily do it, but it's going to take me more hours than what I think those three achievements are worth. Uh, and so, so yeah, that was kind of the gamer, you know, I was in January, 2017, um, just playing the first person shooters, uh, really, Probably not for achievements because I have a long string of, uh, of Borderlands 2 in here without a break. And then Rayman Legends was just too good to put down. So I had that as well. And the, today, I think both of those are still good games. I would go back to them. Uh, probably Borderlands if I had a group. Uh, Rayman Legends if I had an RTDL achievement. Something like that. But... Uh, it's funny. It does not surprise me that I have not completed any of these games on these pages, but uh, I think they're all fine games for sure. All right, uh, let's kick it over to uh, our guest, Devin. Devin, what does your achievement page look like so many years ago? So yeah, we're going back. This is page two hundred and thirty-eight. So we're going back thirteen years, almost like pretty close uh, to. This is the time span of October twenty-ninth. 2008 to uh december 27th 2008 uh so uh the majority so i have fable 2 lego batman uh super street fighter 2 hd remix turbo hd remix uh and left for dead and um uh, looking back uh at it so this is actually a pretty interesting point in my life this is uh, my sophomore year of college and there's a big break. Uh, I can actually see exactly the point when my, uh, Xbox died 
which was November 1st. Got my first <laughs> red ring because then November 26th came right back. So I had to wait until they uh, repaired it because uh, the first time it broke was on Lego Batman. And that's why I have a big gap. Uh, some of the stuff here that I did, I might have done, but I wouldn't have done it the way that I did it. Um, so, uh, I did all of the, uh, fable stuff on my own. Uh, at this point I didn't really, I just did everything by myself. Same with Lego Batman without guides or anything. I just kind of did them, um, you know, or used a separate controller if I had it cause I did a co-op one there. Um, and then I also somehow managed to win a hundred ranked matches of super street fighter two. Uh, and I, I was didn't going to ask if you had memories of that because I didn't like, oh, yeah, there's I no did. achievements between 20 and 100 ranked matches. So this is like all you played for what looks like, you know, two weeks. Um, no, it Almost. probably wasn't all I played. Um, I do know that I did it all. I was really good at that game. I was really good at being Zangief. Uh, and I actually helped my friend get that achievement. Like he just came up and visited and I did it for him. Uh, <laughs> and I was able to do that in a night. But oh, wow. Uh, around this time, I also would have been playing Call of Duty 4. So if I didn't... And then uh, I got Left 4 Dead for Christmas, it looks like. I would have had to have, because uh, December 26th, I just start right there on Left 4 Dead. And I also managed to somehow get 100 ranked wins before I got a super finish in arcade mode, which is very bizarre. How did I do that? Um, yeah. So I would have played all these games. In fact, I've gone back to Lego Batman to try to finish it this year. Um, I want to go back to Fable and, and wrap that up because there's a DLC I never did. Um, and, you know, Back for Blood uh, is pretty much Left for Dead, and I'm going to do that. It's just the method that I would go do all of that stuff is different and that I would do all these much more kind of natural or, you know, without friends or anything. You know, I might have one person that played Left for Dead, but otherwise I'm playing with randoms. I I wouldn't actually do 100 ranked matches of Street Fighter on my own because <laughs> that's insane for me now but a lot of the same kind of things just a, a different method i have a yeah, quick it's... memory about that game if i could share please that game's awesome street fighter well dude. about that achievement actually which has been in the recesses of my mind uh i apparently boosted this game with my buddy max Payne 1080 in august of 2010 my memory is we would occasionally get randoms and we would quit out on them and we would get very <laughs> nasty messages from them. <laughs> so I remember one message that basically said, why do you keep quitting out, you F and P word? <laughs> and we would call each other that. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my one memory from the boost. Carry on. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh... 11 years later, I remember it. That's a, uh, that is a game I wish would come backwards compatible. That is a version that will probably only ever stay as a downloadable thing for uh, Xbox and, and PlayStation. But it, it's, a, it's a really good Street Fighter version. It is kind of funny how these old games are seeing new life with, uh, you know, Back for Blood, like you mentioned, is basically Left for Dead. And we are, you know, on the cusp of a new fable, uh, kind of rebooting. And then Lego games are still just as prevalent, so that's that's pretty funny. So many years later. All right. Let's move on to Koosh. Koosh, what did you play back in the day? 
Right. Well, first of all, my achievements page seems to be locked at 50 achievements per pages. So my page count is way higher. Um, and so for me, it's page 410 of 414. And um, that is roughly three years and eight months after I first started gaining achievements. So, you know, five pages, three, almost four uh, years worth of stuff, which is crazy. Uh, on that page uh, is, or I should say are, eight games. Uh, and so it starts off with me continuing with some Gears 2 campaign. Did not complete it. <laughs> I, I don't think at that time. In that, in that span of time when I was playing Gears 2, I didn't, I didn't see the campaign all the way to the end. Um, and I, in fact, on this page, switched from that to go do some Trials HD. Uh, now, I played just a little bit more of that. I earned three more achievements. Then I moved on to a game uh, that I love today. Uh, and that is Shadow Complex. And I played that from beginning to credits. So not every achievement, but like from the My beginning man. of the game to rolling credits in about a week. And um, and then I didn't touch it for 10 years. <laughs> I went back and got one more achievement. Uh, I still have two to go. That is the minimalist achievement for uh, completing <laughs> with uh, less than 13% of the items and hitting level 50. Uh, level 50 is just a grind. And the minimalist is just going in there, looking up a guide or whatever, and oh. just playing the game with well, just as, those as things. As you know, mm -hmm. you don't play. I need that minimalist one as well, but yes. I also need the, <laughs> don't the hard it. one. I'm, I'm a big fan. A big fan of that, and it's it holds true. Uh, I love these things. I leave them because one day I can I can go back. You know, mm. when I get that, uh, hey, you're about to kick the bucket, mm -hmm. I'll be like, okay, now it's gaming bucket list. Let's go. <laughs> I will finish Shadow Complex two times. Um. So after that, I then switched to Batman Arkham Asylum, oh, yeah. which came out on August 25th, 2009. I played it on the 29th, which was a Saturday of the launch week. So that just, I just thought that was interesting because my gaming style back then apparently was, okay, I play on the weekends. I didn't really play during the week so much. It seems like based on this. Uh, then I popped back on for some Splosion Man. Uh, then I tried Dead Space. Uh, I got three achievements and said never again. Uh, I guess I didn't like suspense games <laughs> back then either. <laughs> and that's held true today. Uh, I then tried Bioshock. I got four achievements and I put it aside. Uh, and I did not really ever go back to it until I think I had an RTDL achievement or something like that. Just didn't get me. Then, <laughs> I can't explain it, but uh, I tried Wet and that game hooked me. I liked it. And, you know, I didn't oh. like Bioshock. I didn't like Dead Space, but I liked Wet. And I played uh, through most of the campaign. Uh, I then set it aside. And uh, five years later, I rolled credits on the game. So, I, you know, I, I beat like 80% of the campaign, I think. And I went in. I had an RTDL achievement, I'm sure, or something uh, like that. And then went through and got the last of it. Uh, just for uh, to roll credits. I don't, I don't have the completion, but I, I did roll credits. So... That is pretty much what's on that page. And that's only half of the, the games that I would get if I was looking at 100 per page. But I thought that was a pretty good view. Do you have any idea what, what eight or what most of those games have in common? Well, uh, at least two of them are Metroidvania. Well, let me rattle them off again. Uh, Batman Arkham Asylum, Gears of War 2, Shadow Complex, Splosion Man, and Trials HD. Oh, they're all on Xbox 360. Very good. 
What else? <laughs> They're arcade games. <laughs> Not Batman. No. Very close. Batman. Not Gears. <laughs> Not Very Gears. close. They are uh, Summer of Games 2009 games. Oh, yeah. These were all released in the Summer of Games 2009 program. Uh, and back then, as is true today, uh, I love that promotion. I just, I just love that Summer of Games promotion. I always pick up something. Uh, apparently, I picked up a lot of things back in 2009. I guess that's because there weren't that many games back then. Uh, I'm sure think... <laughs> you got rewarded with a nice, crisp 1,600 microphones. I'm sure points. I got some, oh, some space bucks out of that. Who knows? Like $4.70 worth of space bucks. Who knows? Um, but yeah, it, it was for me, it was really fun to go back and look and see, oh, man. Yeah, I played like two Vayners, if you consider a 3D Vayner a Vayner. Um, but man, Shadow, Shadow Complex was so good. And that was a game that I knew nothing about. It came out on Summer of Games. I picked it up and I was in love. Love that game. Um, still do. I mean, it is so good. I don't need the completion. I don't I don't need it, or I didn't back then. I just really enjoyed it. Um, but today, I'm very interested in going back and completing most of those games. Well, all but three. Um, Gears 2 aside, right? <laughs> Gears 2, I, I wouldn't mind completing the campaign and maybe some of the multiplayer. Um, Bioshock, I'm eventually going to do that. Um, and I guess Dead Space, maybe. Maybe I'll go back and do that. But I, it's really low on my, on my priority list. But finishing off uh, Splosion Man, Trials HD, and Shadow Complex, that sounds really cool. And Batman Arkham Asylum, I really do want to get the completion uh, in some of those games because it's doable. Uh, I just just haven't gone back and done it. I reviewed Batman Arkham Asylum for my college newspaper. It was my <laughs> first actual <laughs> writing job. Yeah, I, when I look back, I was like, was it that long ago? I can't believe it was that long ago. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Speaking of a long time ago, L, what were your achievements like back then looking at your list we're talking early 2007, so by far the uh, oldest achievements amongst the group here. Oh, yes. Well, uh, before we look at my list, I wanted to ask Nate about Shadow Complex. Um, mm -hmm. I also have two achievements remaining. I did the level 50, um, but the one I didn't do is called Proven Grounds for doing the Proving Grounds. I remember having a tough time with it and uh, giving up on it. Do, do you remember having a tough time with that one? Oh, no, I, it was really easy for me. <laughs> oh, okay. I figured this out. <laughs> I, just, I just blasted through it. Yeah, you blasted through uh, it. Uh -huh, uh. No, at the time when I was playing it, I skipped <laughs> it. I, I'm sure I tried it. Um, I was like, okay, you know, I saw credits. That's good enough. Uh, but yeah, I went back for an achievement, uh, probably RTDL or something like that, or just trying to get gamer score in Vayner's. Um, and I said, oh, I'll try it. And it wasn't that hard this time. So, yeah. A little bit of try, uh, but I do not remember it being difficult. All right, gotcha. I'm going to go back to that at some point. All right, so moving on to my list, I think I have the same filter options as you do, Nate. I have 483 pages. So this is page 479. I am in March and April of 2007 here. We start off with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in 1989. If you've been listening to the show, you would know that I love this game. I played it as a youth, and I would walk people through this game on Xbox Live Arcade in four players. I know the game pretty well. 
Uh, beating the game is still kind of hard. Uh, you got to beat Shredder and all that stuff, and without getting turned into a little turtle, it sucks. But I love that game. Uh, next up, I have Worms, which I first played back on the PC. So when they came out with a version on Xbox, I was pumped. But it's really not the type of game that's too fun to play with randoms, to be honest. And then I have Castlevania Symphony of the Night. So these first three are all X- Xbox Live Arcade games worth the 200 gamer score. Gasp. Um, still hoping that I can get Corey to play this game one day. I think it is a classic. It might not have aged too well, but it's definitely set the stage along with the Metroid games for the genre that you love today. I'm going to play this game, Corey. Technically, I already did. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) But one day, yes. Uh, Okay. I'll hold you to it. Um, We got this crazy one here, uh, Def Jam Icon. Do you guys know of the Def Jam series? Hmm. Very much so. That doesn't ring a bell. Oh, no. (laughs) Uh, It's actually a fighting game with rappers fighting. Um, back on the PlayStation 2, there was a game called Def Jam Vendetta, which used the same game engine as the N64 WWF games that were so beloved. So they made one for the 360 called Def Jam Icon, but the achievement list is pretty hard, so I haven't gotten back to that one in quite a while. Um, we have some Gears of War. And some Dead Rising here, so two classic OG 360 games. Um, these games were actually the two games that made me want a 360 and fall in love with a 360. I actually borrowed my friends. For some reason, he let me borrow his console. And these are the games that I played on it. And those are the ones I loved. Dead Rising, definitely, it showed off the power of the 360, all the zombies on screen at the same time. And Gears, what can I say about Gears? I love Gears. Um, all right. Before <laughs> I played co-op with Michelle, I actually played this game with a fellow in Brazil. I don't remember so his name. Why did you have to play it with someone from Brazil? I believe... I, I met him either on TA or on Xbox 360A. He, he, you know, at the time, I didn't know he was from Brazil. He said, uh, will you play this with me? And I said, sure. And so we we played it together. Mm, okay. Didn't have to play with someone from Brazil. What did you say? Didn't know you spoke Portuguese. Well, I learned some Portuguese. I learned some uh, curse words in Portuguese. And... Um, <laughs> Because that game on Insane is actually not so bad in the parts where you're together because you could revive each other. But there's about four or five different parts where you split up where if one of you dies, you both die, and those parts are the worst. And when you're chatting with someone whose English is not their first language, it gets a little uh, little tough. But we, we did it. Uh, the big one that you'll see on my page is Guitar Hero 2. So I guess on April... A lot of Guitar Hero 2. Yeah, there is a lot of Guitar Hero 2. It is a classic game from Harmonix. Back before... This is their last Guitar Hero game before they did Rock Band. Um, Back in 2007, I actually had friends over. 
So I wound up with the 500 and 1,000 note streaks in cooperative achievements. So one of the first on my friends list to do so. So I don't think you were able to do that online back then. I don't remember, unfortunately, who helped me with that, but it was in 2007. Darn it. So to answer the question of would I play these games today, I'm honestly too lazy to take out any of the instruments to play guitar games, so probably not those. Um, but I would play all of these games. Like If you're asking me if I would play them, if I would still enjoy these games, the answer is yes. Like, but they're so far off the radar. If you not played any of these games, would you pick them up today? Or would you just be like, no way? Um, probably Def Jam Icon could go. <laughs> Def Jam <laughs> Icon, probably not. Like, if you stuck a guitar in my hand and put on Guitar Hero 2, I would play it. I would play all these Xbox Live Arcade games for sure. The, you know, being worth 200 gamer score doesn't bother me at all. None of that stuff bothers me. Do you have any questions you want to ask me, Corey, about my life? Oh, yeah. Uh, these are all from well, like 2000. Right now? <laughs> like right now. About these are all from right now. 2007. And yes. you got a lot of co-op stuff. And, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so I was just wondering, if were you married at the time? Were you single? Do you have kids? I, I know your kids are... You, you definitely did not have I kids. Didn't, no, not in 2007. No, no, I did not have kids in 2007. I was married in 2004. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank What's you. your take on corned beef hash? Um, uh. as it's not bad as long as it's on a flat top. <laughs> okay. Good, good. Hey, dope boy. What's up, buddy? Anyway, um, yeah, this is what set the foundation for us to be where we are right now. Recording this podcast about achievements. Corned beef hash? With thousands and thousands of <laughs> listeners. With food tangents, yeah. yeah, yeah. With food tangents all day. But uh, back to achievements, yes. I, I did think this was a really interesting question. And if you've been on Xbox for a long time, I think you should give a look and let us know what you find. Uh, just knowing Kush and L a little bit more, seeing TMNT and Gears of War... Guitar Hero 2 on L's list, like it's like, yeah, the, these are like the some of the core games. They scream L. Your you. 360 uh, career, and I, it does not surprise me in the in the least. And and then on you know on Kusha's, he had all the uh, the summer of arcade stuff, the Vayners, and yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah. yeah. If I, if you put those two lists, and he along likes with uh, getting wet. two other lists or playing exactly. And if like you put sampling. those two lists in front of me, I could pick out whose was who. I think. Yeah, actually. Actually, you know what we should do? We should try to get like the other staff members to do back the same thing, and then Ooh. just have people guess what who that belongs That's to. That's a really good looking. idea. With, yeah, with no cheating, <laughs> no, cheating. no cheating. But oh, go back five but, years or like five pages on every single person, and we'll take a screenshot and we'll post it on the episode, and we'll see who think who everyone thinks it belongs to. Well, I bet that Nate tried Bioshock and Dead Space and didn't really like those, so he played Wet. Mm, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. It's an amazing guess. And then Corey He's calling your shot. plays, played, I don't know, probably Borderlands 2, I guess, something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Barbie's Adventures. And... Me next, me next. Oh, Devin. I don't know what you played. <laughs> A lot of Street Fighter. All right. Well, 
it, it was interesting. <laughs> uh, I looked at your very first achievement, L, and it is Street Fighter. Yes. If you didn't know. It's my first <laughs> that completion. Was, that was interesting. Street Fighter 2. Well, that was a fun trip down memory lane, but let's talk about Thank you, Michelle. events. Thank you, thank you, Matriarch, for that question. That was pretty fun to uh, dig into. Uh, so let's focus on today's games in the game showcase. So I'll pick it up and start us off with a game that just came out to Game Pass called Back 4 Blood. And I played it uh, in the Back 3 Blood and Back 4 Blood uh, method. Uh, joined kind of impromptu uh, Noth, you know, no- notorious infamous Noth from the server and Vudix on Saturday night. Uh, which I think was just after a vulgar attempt. That may have been Sunday. Uh, but then I hopped on again Sunday to keep playing with them, and, and Dino Bull made a uh, a lasting impression, I think, on uh, on those two. I've played with Dino Bull before, and he's very eccentric, very fun to play with, and uh, it was no different uh, in Back for Blood. And so let me try to uh, really butcher how Back for Blood is. It's, it's Left for Dead, uh, in a sense, that you need to do you need to play a mission and do the objective which is to get from point a to point b there are secondary objectives in the way there are guns that you use to shoot all kinds of zombies and special zombies um and and that's like the core of it where it is different where it has evolved from the left for dead formula is that you have these cards you know that you have to collect and then you build a deck uh, that deck is used in your game where you, as you play longer, you unlock these cards and you can find some of the cards that you unlocked in your deck and you add them to yourself. And what they do are, are a lot of different things. You might be able to find money more easily. You might be able to get plus 5% health with this card or this person uh, heals 20% faster, or something like that. Uh, basically, they're, they're buffs to your game, and they are very much needed in order to get through the game uh, because they, they do make the game easier. And the game is pretty hard. We were playing on the probably recruit difficulty, so the lowest that you can go. Um, and uh, I don't think we got through Act 2, um, but uh, it, it, we only played a little bit together. Once you have those cards in your hand, uh, that's one aspect of it. And playing online gives you a currency to let you buy those cards. The other part of it is kind of in the mission itself as you're playing it. Uh, obviously, you're picking up money. You're, you're getting money from objectives. That goes into uh, things that you can buy. You can buy guns. You can buy attachments, health packs, uh, defibrillators, toolkits, uh, as long as well as finding that stuff. Uh, as well so it is important to look for that stuff along your way and just like back for blood you guys it really in our case it was best to you got to keep going and uh if you're staying in a spot too long the horde's going to come it was a little different from left for dead that i remember it's been a long long time where the horde you know would just rush you in this game they the zombies they come from everywhere behind you out of bushes and on the side right in front of you uh, so you're you're constantly like watching your six, and uh, it, it can get very hectic very fast, especially when uh, loads of special zombies come up, or maybe you scare these crows, which alert the horde even more. Uh, you know, door alarms, car alarms—they do all that stuff too. Uh, and just like Left 4 Dead, as as me and Noth found very quickly, uh, as soon as you walk off a ledge, 
or back actually get too close. Oh. Boom, person falls. <laughs> I swear we did that like five times in one level right at the beginning. It was I was like it brought Is that the one where you have to jump sure. down? Yes. Yeah, there's a big ladder uh right after that. Yep. <laughs> so then when you're done and so I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll share my stories. <laughs> Yeah, no, so that's pretty much it. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I went in, you know, we're not try-harding it. We're not going in real sweaty. We're just playing have fun. And when I when you went through it that way, it was fun. And uh, I didn't even look at a tutorial uh, because, again, it was very impromptu for me. So it's like download game, join party, and then go from there. Um, the whole, you know, kerfuffle about the game is you can't do a lot of this in single-player solo mode. Uh, because they just give you every card, and um, I guess it makes it easier. I don't know why they can't just let you play and, and earn it the same way you can in a multiplayer world. But for right now, it's multiplayer only uh, as far as achievements goes. And so uh, you're better off with friends and people you can communicate with, although you can play with randoms. We did have one good random, but uh, obviously when you can't communicate with them, it makes it pretty tough. So... Uh, but it was fun. I will go back to it. It's going to be very, very hard completion if they don't nerf difficulties. But what what was your experience with it, L? Because I do know you you played it uh, the other day. Uh, yes, our Thursday night group played it. Um, on Monday? On Monday, yes. <laughs> because Prue went to Nebraska. <laughs> Woo! So we had an impromptu session as well. Uh, so that would be Prue and Fufu Cuddly Poof and Matrark. Because uh, we all did Left 4 Dead 2 together. So this was a natural progression. And when you say this game is like Left 4 Dead, it is unabashedly like Left 4 Dead. It is Left 4 Dead. <laughs> it, in name only. Like, this there could be Left 4 Dead There is nothing 3. different about this game. Like, I see what you mean about the hordes not coming, like, directly together like the hordes. But everything else is exactly the same. Right down from the, the safe houses and just the way you play is mm-hmm. exactly the same. Uh, the biggest add-on that is obvious right away is the card system, which I guess is kind of like Gears 4 had these cards. I know there's cards. I guess you unlock cards and you get different buffs and different things you can do. and That we'll have to learn, but we also skipped a tutorial and jumped right in. And uh, I, I don't I think we got up to the end of Act 1, maybe. It was hard. And that's on the easiest it, difficulty. It is hard, yeah. And, and I don't remember this in Left 4 Dead, so please tell me if I'm wrong. In Left 4 Dead, I remember it's like one big long mission, and you're getting from checkpoint, safe house to safe house. In Back for Blood, they split the acts up. There's four acts. And within one act is, I guess, several missions with sub-missions. And at least on the harder difficulties, like they checkpoint at certain spots. And so they break them up into various chunks. Um, as far as achievements goes, I know there's like a collectible per chunk. Uh, otherwise, I don't know the purpose, but it does seem like you have to do more than Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead was like, I'm going to do this level, and you got to do the whole thing. I don't know if you, I don't remember if you could start it, anywhere in that level. It had sub points in it in between. Okay. Like, so each, like each episode would have each, five parts to it. Yeah. Okay. Okay, that does ring a bell. Yeah. Now, for you guys that were playing, I listened to another review of this, and, and they were basically saying that you can have multiple card sets. So you could have like a general yeah. card set. You could have like, I guess, like a 
I don't know, farming set. Mm-hmm. You could have like a healer set. So while the individual players themselves that you can choose from aren't necessarily classes, um, you can spec into classes using different card sets. And that seems interesting. Do you think that's going to be the way to play this? Or do you think it's just going to be just go have fun? I think that will be the way to get good at it. Um, do well, yeah. You, you yeah. do have like a collection of cards, and when you build the deck, it is limited. There is a strategy to put putting cards in there because I believe they come out in the order that you put them in. And, and just like you said, yeah, you can focus on like a melee build, and the cards will cater to that for sure. Um, I think if you want to get far in the game, that's what you do. I think if you just want to play for fun... Uh, you know, anything's probably fine, especially starting out the very, you know, your very first runs, it's going to, you're not even going to have enough to fill the deck. So the other thing I heard was that like, I mean, someone was saying that they added like a speed card so that they could get to chest first. Is loot not shared? Loot is shared. Uh, like if we found like a a rare rifle, one person could pick it up. Okay. Um, the money is, uh, I think the money is split, right? The, the money appears just, just like weapons. So. Uh, the money appears for and whoever gets it gets it. The good thing though that we found out, I, I don't know if the game teaches you because again, skip the tutorial. You can actually drop that money and share it with other people, um, which which helps because in those shops that I mentioned, not only can you buy uh, weapons and ammunition and and other things, each shop contains two more expensive team buffs. So maybe. You get 15% ammo for the entire team. Only one person can, has to buy it. And so if you, if you have to pull your money to pull your money together to, to buy that, uh, people can drop different amounts. And so, yeah, that, that part is pretty cool. I, the thing with the cards, uh, I don't know. I, I am excited to play more. I, I've only done bits and bobs. I think I've done about four missions with randoms. I tried a little bit with the team you were with, uh, Corey, uh, with Left 4 Dead 1 and 2, you could just go in there on the hardest difficulty if you wanted to, and if you were good enough, you could do it. And I don't know how I feel about having to grind out for certain card sets, which will probably be the thing to beat the hardest difficulties is that you need specific cards and have a specific team set. It kind of seems how that would go. And I don't know how exactly, like, it seems like that could be better. It just depends on your taste. I don't know. There's part of me that likes the idea of just being able to not have to worry about that and just go do it if you wanted to do it. But it is, it is a pretty fun game. Uh, I just need to do a little bit more. Yeah. Just to kind of round it off. I do know that, uh, achievement pops are a little different. Uh, Some happen to pop while you're playing. Uh, some won't pop until you have exited back out or quit or died. Um, and, and, you know, uh, at least, at the beginning, I don't know if you can increase this. You get one continue. Um, some achievements won't pop till you do that. Uh, and some are apparently host only. Um, the only other thing that I don't know about is how progress is saved. I've heard different things about it. I have not gone in on my own. I've joined Noth each time. And so I just kind of popped in where he placed this. So I don't know if I can start it and need to start next two, or if I have to go back to the beginning. That's kind of a question I have, but, but yeah. Yeah, so my initial impressions was, wow, this is really pretty, especially <laughs> next to Left 4 Dead, which looks kind of aged. And also, the characters, um, <laughs> there's a mom and 
Holly. So I remember the girls, and they curse like sailors. Holy cow. It's like playing with death dealers. It's crazy. <laughs> but You should play with Dino Bull. Yeah. I would love to. <laughs> Dino Bull and North probably put them to shame, huh? Yeah. yeah. It's like um, earmuffs. And it was also pointed out to me uh, in the home base, if you if you go look for a certain person that's on top of the, uh, the fence that kind of guards the place, Apparently he looks like me. Uh, I got <laughs> that pointed out to me. <laughs> he, he, he does. Really? I don't know. It's just a white guy thing, I guess. But uh, what? enough back for blood. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's go with uh, another game I have played. Bioshock. Uh, what do you got to say about Bioshock, Devin? Bioshock's a banger. Uh, <laughs> I did the Bioshock remastered. Uh, the one version that was uh, for uh, came out a few years ago uh, for Bioshock Month. It's Bioshocktober, baby! And so I decided I dove it, uh, and I basically completed it over a weekend or over a couple weekends. I, I grinded that out. Um, yeah, this time, so the first time I played it, I did it right. Uh, I didn't have a guide. I just kind of went through the game. I did it on the hardest difficulty because that's how it was back then. I was like, I'm going to do it. Uh, and so this time I used a guide and found all the collectibles and did everything, uh, <laughs> did everything done in one. Uh, it's, it still holds up. Uh, Bioshock is, uh, I would say it's a horror game. It's a first person shooter has a lot of, uh, kind of like you can build your character a specific way with the different tonics, uh, and plasmids to suit your play style. Uh, a really fun, interesting first person shooter, uh, in a very unique atmosphere uh, of an underwater 1950s uh, Ayn Rand uh, utopia gone wrong. It's it's great. Uh, if you haven't played it, I don't know why you wouldn't have played it at this point. I can't imagine any of my panelists uh, missing such a seminal game, uh, a real pillar of a lot of different uh, things. Uh, I'd recommend giving it a shot. It's like a dozen different versions. If you wanted to speak Korean or, you know, Russian or do it on the 360 or the remaster, that's good. It's good stuff. And the best part about the remaster or remasters, I guess, is uh, no multiplayer. Well, the first one didn't have multiplayer. Uh, Bioshock okay. 1 was, uh, that's Bioshock 2. Uh, I'm actually, I went right on in. I'm doing Bioshock 2 right now. Uh, the best part about Bioshock 1 is that uh, they kept the cheese for the hard mode difficulty. So you can play on easy, uh, and then right at the final boss, right as you're about to kill him, you can switch to the hardest difficulty and you get all the hard mode achievements. So that's how I did that. Uh, but the remaster also has three challenge rooms, which were made after and not by the original developers, and those are varying degrees of... Uh, they're all just <laughs> meh for... Uh, what's the challenge? What do you have to do there? So one of them, they're different. So they're, they have different kind of puzzle solving aspects to them and combat. So one is like, here's a big daddy. Uh, you need to kill it, but we don't give you any weapons, figure it out. Mm. Uh, and so you'll have to get really good at that. You have to speed run those rooms too. Uh, one of them is like here, figure out different ways you can electrify this object, given the things that we give you to, to move a Ferris wheel. Uh, and another one is like, here's just a big combat room. That's the laziest and probably the best one of all of them. 
Um, but those were really tacked on. I think that kind of it was it took away from the experience for me for the uh, for that for the completion. And had I not cared, I probably would have just done them once and not done the speed runs and the other things that are about them. But you can cheese them in various ways if you want. Um, so for the speed runs, you can save in the middle and load back in, and that doesn't count against your progress. So I would get like a good run going where I was like, I did, I nailed it. Stop, pause, save it, and then I could load it back up and I would have it. That way I didn't have to, you know, worry about it. But can't recommend the challenge rooms. Definitely recommend Bioshock. I, I do want to finish it. Oh, um, I, I played one night for a couple hours, um, maybe two nights. Uh, I got spooked several times. It's very uh, scary. Boop. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they have to do that, but they do. Uh, I, well, I kind of atmosphere is like, the whole point of that. It is. It I, is like I, I guess. atmosphere <laughs> and bad controls. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's very yeah, dated had, controls. Yeah. I haven't had an issue with the controls. Um, I haven't had issues with any of it really. Uh, not even the puzzles that I've seen several people say they give you impossible puzzles. Oh, I was just going to ask oh, about that. It's it's towards the end. Towards the end, and I post. Uh, if you look back on the VCCW channel, I posted one where it's like there was no way I could have solved that. That was a that was like a saw trap from one of their later movies. You couldn't <laughs> solve that if you tried. Like, yeah, you'd have to know in advance. Yeah, I I, I do want to get through it. I, I don't. I, sh- I don't need to plan things. That's my problem. <laughs> I just, say I'm going to play something. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> just, just do it. I would say if you're going to do it for the first time, don't worry about The guide is actually really well written, at least for the, the main game. But don't. Just don't worry about it. Just play the game. Just roll through it. It's not very long, especially if you play it on easy. Uh, if you, like, with the guide total, I don't think it took me, like, much more than... Uh, like eight-ish hours maybe a little longer cup okay. like uh, probably a little more because i was like had to get up or whatever but um <clears throat> it's quick it's not a it's not a long game on easy at all um and especially since you could cheese it just go do it it's it's worth it it's worth the ride uh and trying to find all the collectibles i think takes away from the whole thing um yeah i i I have not been following a guide, so I think I'm good there. Yeah, ten days. I, I, I will. I will make a stance. I will finish the first one uh, this month, at least story wise. I'll do yeah. it. First one's I, I almost want to do it just to get to the third game because I hear it's so good. Oh, well, you can skip after the the DLC. You can skip Bioshock two if you only care about Bioshock Infinite. You can skip Bioshock two. It doesn't matter. Really? It's uh, yes. Bioshock two is the unnecessary sequel of the Bioshock franchise. Wow. It's kind of like right. it's waiting. kind of like how the Dark Knight is an unnecessary oh, sequel. Boy. Okay. Oh, now. okay. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, we oh, lost Devin. Oh, oh weird. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's still pretty good, but it doesn't relate to the first and the third one at all. It's those are sequels to each other. The second one's just there. Uh I has a question. Okay. Does the remastered look nicer than the three sixty version? Like noticeably at all? I would say it looks better. Yeah. Um, Just curious. I I wasn't I I didn't think at any point that I was like, oh, this looks really old. Mm-hmm. Uh, and same with the Bioshock Two. They look they look good. Actually, Bioshock Two looks a little bit better because I'm boosting Bioshock I was just Two gonna say, multiplayer. Yeah. So you should be able to tell the difference. 
that one I can say is looks a little bit better. Um, but I don't really notice. Uh, well, unless things are bad, I don't really notice things like that. That's mm-hmm. not really what I'm there for. Um, but yeah, I, I, I would say this is in any way you can. I, I don't think you can go wrong. There, all the versions are backwards compatible, except for like the PC one or whatever. But all right, I'm sure we will discuss it again in a couple of weeks. Just a hunch. I, I don't know. I don't think you will. Whoa! <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> let's keep the horse moving. Koosh, what did you play this past week? I played a game called Monty Python's The Procession to Calvary. Uh, except for it's not actually Monty Python's. <laughs> oh, man. Could be. Yes. But if you <laughs> didn't know that, you might think it's true. Um, this is a very stylish, super stylish uh, point and click uh, and it runs about one to two hours. There, uh, there are walkthrough videos. There's no walkthrough on TA. Uh, I started playing the game when I was in Ocean City. Um, I, that may not be true. I think I tried it before I went to Ocean City. So before I went to the beach and only had access to subpar internet uh, and Game Pass. Um, huh. Yeah, and my Nintendo Switch Xbox. Um, <laughs> when I only had access to this, I tried to play some other games like the good life and that was unplayable. It was super slow to move and too much lag. So I said, okay, I'm going to keep working on procession to Calvary. Um, and then when I got home, I finished it off, uh, just cause it was, it still was a little bit bad. Um, but once again, this game is super stylish and for anyone that is a fan of classic paintings, um, this game is going to be so much fun for you to just pick apart. Uh, the creator, um, Joe Richardson, I think did most of the work here and it is essentially hundreds of classical paintings have been merged to make various scenes. You play as a character who's going through, um, and it's basically just killing people left and right in a war. And then that war stops, uh, and uh, I didn't pay too much attention to uh, history in history class, so I forget exactly which war. <laughs> and uh, basically, you're then told, okay, um, war is over, killing is over, it's now illegal to kill people, and you get very upset because that's what you're really good at. Um, so you start trying to find ways to go do more killing. You want to go on a holy war, and uh, that's pretty much the story. Uh, you are then tasked with getting to the person you need to kill the person you have permission to kill. Uh, there's an achievement for not killing anyone except for him. Uh, there's three different endings to this game. Like I said, one of them is to not kill anyone except for the person you do have to kill. There's another achievement for killing a ton of people. Um, not literally a ton, like seven, 10, something like that. Uh, and then there's, uh, what was the other ending? I can't remember exactly what the other ending was. However, uh, I started playing the game naturally because I just, you know, I didn't want to go straight into a guide because I have that thing where when I start a guide, it's really hard to get off it. (laughs) So it's really hard to figure out that next thing when you know that there's a guide out there that will tell you the very next thing to do uh, as soon as you start getting a little bit stuck. Uh, I didn't get too far because for whatever reason, the, uh, I couldn't figure out how to get to my inventory. Well, that's really important. Like you need that (laughs) to get 
you know, a couple screens in. Um, so I kind of checked that out and I said, all right, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to save in every major area and just play ahead and then go look at the guide and do it. Uh, eventually the puzzles became kind of so obtuse and so weird and kind of out there that I was just like, yeah, that would have taken me a long time to figure out. So I don't really have a problem with, with checking out a guide from here on out. Um, the game is supposed to be funny. Uh, I don't think the humor hit for me. Uh, and I did read just about everything. Um, I didn't go and do uh, everything that I could have done. I didn't talk to everybody and explore every option I could have done after about a quarter to a halfway through the game. I kind of just went through and did the things I needed to do. Um, I did... Uh, kind of go off of the guide and just do some fun stuff like, Oh, I, it would be hilarious if I tried this uh, and those sorts of things. And, and you do get kind of rewarded for that. But for me, the humor wasn't really hitting um, like a Monty Python would hit. Uh, so that was kind of misleading because I was really expecting that based on the art style. Um, I did think the, the main characters animation at the very beginning is pretty funny. He's like, like a ninja, like a medieval ninja. Like doing backflips and spins and just decapitating people left and right. You stayed still for um, a while. Uh, I did not. I normally do that. Oh come on! You have to see if he Eric idles. I uh. <laughs> I normally do <laughs> idle animation checks. I, I did not think to do that in this game. I may have to go check that out. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, there's actually one. If, if you're really interested in the art. And I became very interested in, okay, well, I, I recognize that painting. I recognize that painting. That's Girl with a Pearl Earring. That's, you know, The Last Supper. And all these other paintings that maybe I've seen um, a whole bunch mm. that I hadn't. There's an art gallery in, in, I guess, the middle of the level. I'm sorry, the middle of the game that you can get to. And you can see every painting that was used in the game, I think. Now, like I said there's a whole lot of paintings in that art gallery. So he's taken a lot of paintings and kind of combined them. There's, there's this one room where you're talking to a whole bunch of devils and demons. And those are essentially like four or five paintings kind of like merged, which is really cool. So like I said, if you're into classical art, this is going to be so much fun for you to pick apart. I think um, just how everything was combined and it's really, that it's done really well. Like if you look in some of these uh, paintings, they're, they're in motion now. And there's like there's so much animation and detail going on with everything, and it looks really good. It, you know the <laughs> the skills to to make these things move. It's either really good software or like a lot of talent or both. Um, and and for that part, I, I really did like that. Uh, the game is fifteen dollars. I I would be hard pressed to tell you to spend fifteen dollars for an hour completion. Uh, for two-hour completion, unless this is that magical unicorn uh, that fits your likes. Like, maybe if you're super into, like, classical paintings and things like that, and Monty Python, and point-and-click, and maybe if all those stars aligned, it would be worth it at that price, but you don't have to worry about that. It's in Game Pass, and uh, you can go do it. If you don't want to deal with the download, it's not that big. It's only 1.5 gigs. You can do it all online. It's It's very quick, so... Now, mm -hmm. I looked this up on Steam because as soon as you start talking about the procession to Calvary, mm -hmm. I was even more confused than I was before. And you say classical art, and in their trailer, it just says two nude men 
battling by the sea. And then it shows two naked guys paintings <laughs> fighting at the sea. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like one, two, it's like three screens into the game. Um, yep. Classical art. Classical art. Oh, <laughs> those classical art people. Yeah, that's pretty good graphics. It does. I mean, the like I said, the animation, taking these uh, classical paintings and uh, putting them up on your, on your big screen is cool. But then you see the way they animate them totally like Monty Python would. Uh, it, it's really well done. That, that part's really well done. I, like I said, I really wish the humor was there, but it wasn't for me. I Hopefully actually, someone else has played this. I, I actually really enjoyed the humor. You uh, liked the humor all the way I, through? Well, okay. So I used the guide uh, all the way through. Um, but it came on Game Pass. I'm diving all the Game Pass games. It's easy enough. So I was just like, no, let's just do it. But I read all the stuff. Uh, but I did all the guide. Like, so I, I went straight through. So it was a much quicker experience for me. And I, I enjoyed the dialogue. Uh, I thought it was a fun little game for an hour and 10 minutes that I did with it. I, I liked it. Well, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were a couple of funny things. But for the most part, I was expecting... To just you know be quoting things and and you know to you know yeah my python so quotable this not so much uh to me but there were some funny things i mean you get to slap some people on the on the rump <laughs> that's always fun you were gonna say um, um. <laughs> <laughs> the some arse. of the achievements are fun like there's there's one achievement right in the beginning um i mean i don't really want to ruin it but uh, there's an achievement you can do like on the very first screen and it's very fun it, it feels very monty python-ish um and, and so I did enjoy that. Uh, and just the abruptness uh, that happens when you do it is, is pretty funny, too. But the, yeah, these a procession to Calvary. These achievement descriptions bag. are something else. That's, oh, the achievement descriptions they're, tell you nothing. They're, yeah, they're, they're just wordy. crazy sentences. They're very wordy. I don't remember. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's fair use hmm. of the video game because even the, even the songs are classical. You guys did oh, a song. The songs. Xbox? The songs are so good, too. <laughs> yeah, and, and, <laughs> What's what's funny mm-hmm. is that like in every screen there's at least one musician or group of musicians, and if you look at them, it'll tell you who they are, like you know what instruments they're playing, what song they're playing, and if you talk to them, you kind of like sing along to what they're playing. So like, with <laughs> some people are playing like uh, flutes or something, and you're like toodle and then you, like people are playing guitars, and you're like strummy strummy strum. So that, that part kind of made me giggle a little bit. I kind of got tired of it about three quarters of the way through. But I still liked uh, listening to the music, and then I pretty much clicked them on them every time. It would have been great if there was an achievement for that, but uh, there wasn't. Oh, yep. Yeah, I see it's on uh, oh, PC Game Pass also. Hmm. Yeah. It uh, is everywhere. Yeah, And speaking of the achievements, hmm. they are very much, for the most part, I would say 90% are for uh, doing things you need to do to complete the game. There's one or, you know, there's a couple things that you don't have to do to beat the game. Uh, that do pop an achievement. And every single one is marked missable. Yeah, they're yeah. pretty easy to get to, though. Like I said, you know, like Volker was saying, he, he got it done in an hour, uh, an hour and a half at the most, uh, using a guide. Uh, so if, yeah. you, if you didn't need to get the missables, uh, you get them on a f- one run, you get them through on the second run. Um, if you do follow the guide, uh, your first run will basically do everything. Uh, your second run, you'll only go... Oh, like I did to the second area. Yeah, I did the uh, I did the bad ending. Uh, okay. The violent, the violent ending. Did you follow a text guide or did you use Maca's video guide? I used somebody that had a TA guide, and he the first thing he did was the violent end. Okay. Yeah. 
I did not do the violent end. I did the the pacifist ending. Um, so I didn't kill anybody until the very, very end uh, in my run-through. Actually, no. I didn't even kill the guy at the end uh, in my first run-through. Uh, then my second run-through was a partial run-through. I killed a bunch of people, and my third run-through was uh, also violent. So I only needed two, and we just and he did saves. Like yeah, I was following text guide. It probably wasn't optimized for achievements as much. Yep. Uh, as some of the the video game achievement people. So. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Procession All to Calvary. Right. Thank you very much. And now, Omega, but certainly not least, L. What did you <laughs> what play? What the hell? <laughs> that was a trying to make a pun. A pun that was here. an Omega way. <laughs> Omega. Hey, I um, surprisingly have a non-rat to talk about, although it kind of looks like a rat. <laughs> what? <laughs> Omega. Uh, Omicron. Omicron. Percy I-8. I will be talking about Omega Strike, which is a Vayner. Whoop, whoop. And it is by my friends at Wobblyware who... Did some rats, like the Devious Dungeon games. This game, uh, compared to some of the crazy Vayners out there, is definitely not the fanciest, but I had a good time with it. Uh, looks like Corey and Nate, you did this one a couple of years ago when it first came out. Yeah. Probably don't remember it, but I'll refresh well, your I remember it. So the main mechanic that was unique to me was that you get three characters and you could just, with the press of a button, you just switch to the different characters. So instead of having to uh, have all these different buttons to to go through all your different uh, abilities and items, you just switch characters and each character has a different gun and each character has different specials. And as you progress through the game, you unlock different specials and different moves. And just like any Vayner, you're going to pass some spots where you're like, okay, I can't get through here yet. And then you eventually come back. Um, If you look at the map, it's very much like a Vayner. Uh, One thing I wish they did was put little dots on the map, kind of like Metroid does, or some place to mark the map. As it stands, there's good maps you can look up and kind of jot down, like, I need this, come back here. Which, of course, I did not do, so I wound up cleaning up later, just going back everywhere and... Once you get all the abilities, you'll be able to do everything. Um, the game is pretty easy. I made the game harder for myself because there's food you can buy. And Dum Dum L thought that it was just a one-time thing where you would just get your health back at the store. But no, you can buy several foods and just take them with you. And at any time, you could just pause the game and use the food and refill your health. So with that knowledge, you can beat the game pretty easily. I don't know if I knew that. Well, I'm you probably did, maybe. I don't know. So you would buy, sure. there's an achievement for buying a Grand Feast, which is the dead pig. And you can buy 20 of them and just refill your health at any time. Yeah, just brute force your way. Yeah, which I didn't know until later on, to be honest, because I was saving those achievements, first of all. And second of all, I just thought, like I said, because the description just says refill your health. So I thought you just refilled your health at the store, like if you were low on health. Um, yeah, I definitely didn't do that. <laughs> I had 33 deaths, apparently. 
to year 26. Well, you do find med kits, which you could use also. Maybe use those. Um, so what's interesting is that since even though this game is a Vayner, the main inspiration that I took away from this game was Mega Man games. A lot of the enemies were patterned after Mega Man characters. The boss fights were all done in the same type of Mega Man robot room where you know the, the the door closes and you're in the little room with them a lot of mega man inspiration and mega man x you're fighting sigma here it's omega i don't know i'm seeing a lot of mega man here um what else did i like i liked the soundtrack a lot you know i like my music in these vayner games uh, the soundtrack is on spotify i have listened to it a couple times pretty fun um, what else did I jot down? Not much else. So I would recommend this if you are scared to put a lot of time into a Metroidvania because we talk about them all the time. This would be a good one to sink your teeth into something a little not intimidating at all. There's nothing missable. There's guides out there if you really need them. There is a story. Uh, there's lots of bosses so just it was a good time I enjoyed it and it goes on sale often yes full price is 12 bucks I think it I mean knowing that it goes on sale I would wait but it's not like it's that bad of a price but sometimes it also goes on sale within the the indie darling bundle right something like that I've definitely seen it as Uh, part of these Digirati games, this is what happens sometimes. Um, any questions? I, I guess that one is done. Done and dusted. Done and dusted. Omega Strike. I liked it. And the other thing I wanted to talk about, I believe I mentioned last week that I was part of this uh, Better Completions Matter mini UHH thing that Iron Fist of Snuff set up. So we all had five games, and he matched us up manually with people, which must have been painstaking. I was matched up um, with a gentleman called Hot Curls 3088. And the five games that we had on our list were Gang Beasts, which we both completed, and then I wound up with, funny enough, which is a game I was uh, currently working on, which is Queen's Quest Three, with the Artifacts Boys and Girl. And then came Rain on Your Parade. Now, we talked about this game when the game first came out, but I blasted through this game over the weekend. And we talked about, I remember, Corey, you were talking about how the game used to be... Uh, cheesable mm-hmm. and i looked at some of the solutions it looks like you could just have gone on the level and quit out on achievements pop but nope i had to do it mostly legit and by mostly legit i'll explain in a minute so basically there's a nice walkthrough on ta that tells you the order to go through the the levels and basically you just go through and you earn abilities Vayner confirmed and the new game plus is where most of the achievements are housed and you have to go through some all different types of levels all different types of genres this game encompasses this game 
was a blast. Lots of parodies, lots of references to many games, and of course your favorite TV show. Mm-hmm. Did you wind up completing this? Oh yeah, yeah. I definitely I did it before the the cheese went away. Yeah, I cheesed the I cheesed this all day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, we got three <laughs> cheesers. That's fine. So you were able to cheese all of them, or just certain ones? Uh, anything that was difficult. Really? Yeah, yeah. All, all the boss levels, I think, were cheesable. The Doom I think level? Th- those were the only hard ones, I think. The, yeah. All right. So the, the real hard one was the Dry Spell Secret Base, where you had to go through uh, within the time limit and not get hit. So that seems to be the sticking point for people. But once Actually, you once you beat the game, um, a cheat box opens up. And they don't disable achievements. So if you... What kind of cheats? The main cheat you're going to use is one to go faster. So you could just go super fast. So I wound up using this at the very end on this one level. And basically just run up and flip, uh, flick the light switches and just go ahead and, and beat that boss. Uh, the one that I didn't use it for, which I should have, is the the tower defense one. Do you remember that one? Where you have to go through and not let Seattle get hit. Oh, yeah. that one was yes. cheesable, was it? No. No, that no, one that was had not to do that. cheesable. You had to do I that legit. Do that. Yep. Yeah. And I believe reading the solution that that went from nine waves to seven waves now. Oh. And I did okay. not use the speed thing, but the speed thing would have made it a lot easier, basically, because you got to run down to the water and fill up your water from time to time, and then you have to put snow down. So yeah, th- like I said, this this game, a lot of different genres represented. There's even a fun little uh, Legend of Zelda level. Just I did not cheat the pool party. I was actually thinking back on the it. Pool I party? did that one accidentally legit. The pool party, you just had yeah, to... Yeah, I didn't cheat that. You just had to tornado che- everyone and get them in. It wasn't hard. Those ones were easy. I remember cheating maybe one of the boss fights and then definitely the the one where you were like in a doom level where you had to go around shooting ah, things. The doom one was my last achievement. That one. Yeah. Yeah. That one you have to go through without picking up any power ups. And you only start with 20 uh, quote unquote bullets. So the way you have to do that is turn one enemy into a snowman and then just hurl him at everybody and everything. And that's how you do that that took me several tries but once i got it that was it completion hmm. i recommend this completion game for now oh you think yeah. it's gonna it get some DLC. they announced dlc they did all right yeah. bring on your dlc's coming really yeah. all right yeah. Yeah. i ran on my completion percentage bring yeah, it I, i'm ready oh yeah you're working your way back up there <laughs> <laughs> yeah this game's worth like 20 200 TA still, so even though it's cheesable and not that hard, uh, had a lot of starters though 55,000 players, so yeah, 5,000 or so have it's, completed it. I would say it's one of the it's a perfect Game Pass game. It's I would amazing. have probably never played it mm-hmm. or heard about it or anything had it not come on Game Pass, and so many more people have played it because I can imagine this coming on sale for what is it like 20 bucks? And no, uh, one would have, okay, yeah, still, and no, though, yeah, nobody would have done it. Like it would have been this little secret thing that nobody would have heard about. So I mean, I I was gonna do it, but yeah, I, I yeah, most people. I most don't people think it would have got fifty thousand people. No. <laughs> Not fifty thousand, no, but at least two on the panel. Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> two panelists. You get, you get the point. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a rare game that 
all four panelists have completed. So I like that when that happens. For better or for worse. All right. And so well, that'll do it for the game showcase. That's rain on your Y O R E parade. Yep. And now sales. Oh. Sales oh. is what brings us together today. Sale away. Why don't you tell us what is on sale that you recommend, Devin? All right. So I got a couple of things. Uh, I'm going to recommend Dead by Daylight. It's a game that I had to dive because it was on Game Pass. Uh, I love Dead by Daylight. It is an asymmetric multiplayer game. Four players are survivors trying to repair generators against a killer. And if you're a fan of horror games at all, or horror in general, you're going to love this. Uh, it is. It has a couple different packs. The Ultimate Edition is on sale. It's $48.99. That has all of the... Uh, stuff that they've created, the killers and things that they've created. Uh, but I will also mention, if you're interested at all, the Stranger Things stuff is going away. They have Stranger Things in there, uh, and it's on sale for five bucks. So if you're at all interested and want to try it out, I'll play it with you. Just hit me up. We'll play. We'll be survivors. It'll be fun. It'll be great. We'll have lunch uh, and do that. It's fun. Uh, and then also Dirt Five, the Year One Edition. Dirt Five is also on Game Pass, but this has all the DLC. There is a lot of DLC. I've been buying it piecemeal. I wish I could have bought the Year One Edition. It's seventy percent off. It's twenty three ninety nine. You know you want it. It's dirt. So Five. for Dead by Daylight, they actually said that the Stranger Things DLC is going away. It is the Stranger Things DLC is going away in November. So you uh, there is one map that is going to be discontinued. So you'll have to start it now to get the one map achievement. And the so your characters, you can't play Steve and Nancy, and you can't be the killer Demogorgon uh, if you don't already own it after November. So they announced it was going away and put it on sale. See, this is what you're supposed to do, everyone. Yep, and it's it's five bucks, and at five bucks, uh, Dead by Day for that, it's it's great. Uh, a lot of other horror stuff. There's Leatherface. There's Freddy Krueger. There's Michael Myers. Ash from the Evil Dead. It's awesome. Love that game. As much as I don't play it, I, I have heard that it's it's a pretty good fan service game for horror fans. It's great for that. It's uh, It was the game I would have picked other than Bioshock, but then I saw it was on sale, and so it gave me an excuse. Two for one there. <laughs> All right, what do you got this week, L? I don't have much this week. I wanted to mention an old classic that we mentioned before, which is Glass Masquerade, which is ridiculously low, three bucks. Um, it is usually $12. It is four to five hours, but this one seems to be pretty popular. It is a puzzle game, and it's literally a puzzle game. You're putting together a jigsaw puzzle, but not quite in the way you think. It's pieces of glass. Uh, the achievement list is straightforward. Every level you beat, you get an achievement. So you don't have to worry about it. that. You just sit down and play. Uh, this one I enjoyed because I was able to play it with my wife in tow. So we both work together to solve that. So if you have a significant other or a kid or someone you want to play a chill game, a level a night, this is this is the one. You played with your toe weird. Um, so my yeah. sale recommendation <laughs> is uh, is going to be proxied by Nate because I put a question mark next to it. I got an email from TA saying the this thing you price watched is on sale. It's nefarious three dollars down from 15 why would i put a price track on this nate can you tell me about nefarious why would you do that um because i think at one point in time it might have been a vayner um, um okay maybe i sure. thought you played a hearty amount of it 
Well, yeah, I happen to really like platformers if they're Vayner's or not. Uh, and this game reminded me of Mega Man. It's like Mega Man, but you are Dr. Wily. You are the bad guy. Um, and that's kind of a fun twist. Uh, it played a little bit like a PC platformer for me, which means it's kind of loosey-goosey. Um, you know, it's not as tight as a console, good console platformer should be. Um, and uh, yeah, and but the final achievements are going to require some work. So if you're a completionist, you're going to have to put in some time on those, those last ones. Um, but if you don't care about such things and you like good platformers, this is a fun game. Uh, it's a good platformer. I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the humor. Uh, and I enjoyed uh, the gameplay. So, uh, well, you sold me three bucks. Is wow. pretty pretty good. Nefarious. I'll buy that for three dollars. So, uh, go ahead with your recommendations, Kush. Okay, uh, let's let's talk about a game I know nothing about. Gray Skies: A War of the World Story. Uh, this is three seventy four down from fifteen. It is stealth. It is four to five hours. It looks kind of scary. Maybe it's you know very dark. Um, so, uh, I just know that that's a good price and I think not too many people have played it. Let's go take a quick look. Uh, 325 starters, um, three to four hours, 103 people have finished it. Uh, and it, it seemed kind of good looking. Um, seems like it might be a high quality, not well-known game. Check it out. Uh, the next game I want to talk about is Agent A. A Puzzle in Disguise. Ooh, it's $1.49, down from 15 I've talked about this before. Is It is an adventure point and click. Four to five hours. Has a cartoony graphic style. It's fun to figure out. Uh, there's no walkthrough on TA, mm. but you can find guides elsewhere. Uh, it has a two-hour speedrun achievement, and that can be done in about an hour. So it's not that tight of a time, uh, and there are plenty of speedrunning guides out there. Uh, if you do do the speedrun, just be aware there are random things that are unique per run. So you won't actually see necessarily the exact solution in one of those guides, but they hopefully if it's a good guide, it'll tell you, you need to run, write this down and refer to it later. All and that'll right. be the sort of thing where you see a, uh, like a pattern in a room and you need to replicate that in a different room uh, to solve a puzzle or something like that. Down in Bermuda by the same developer. Uh, is $8 down from 20 So it's the priciest of everything I'm going to recommend this week. It's like a three-quarter view perspective. Uh, it is a puzzle game, three to four hours. I love this art style. I remember seeing this on like an indie showcase, wanted to check it out, and I have not yet done so. $8 is a little pricey, so I myself am kind of hesitant. Um, at this price, I would love it to be a little bit lower, but uh, might might be checking that out and finally the station 299 down from 15 uh, this is an adventure stroll playing game uh, it looks like it's got puzzles in it as well uh, it's zero to one hours so that's crazy uh, and there is a walkthrough so i think the walkthrough walkthrough said well the walkthrough video is 17 minutes so it might be possible that this is a very short completion it's a very quick game i did it in 37 minutes apparently on my birthday in 2019 don't remember a thing about it. It was wow. your birthday gift to you. Apparently. Wow. <laughs> I get this confused with the uh, final station or the final yes. stop or whatever it is. Yeah. Final I station. Did, I, I did that one around Tacoma and they kind of blend in my head. It, it very much resembles Tacoma. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can see why, why like you don't remember it because you were in Tacoma. I got, was using a guide and I also I was in a Tacoma. Tacoma. <laughs> And there you go. Those are the sales I'm recommending. 
Appreciate it, fellas. All right, Games with Gold. Uh, since the last time we talked to you, Hover is now available, as well as Resident Evil Code Veronica X. Uh, Hover is like Jet Set Radio. Um, got some vibes of that in there, so uh, you got a month to get that. And uh, to the end of the month for Resident Evil. And now onto the fun stuff. Game Pass. Koosh, what has graced our consoles this half of the month? Oh my gosh. Today, the day of recording, they dropped the Game Pass news. And we are going to be getting Into the Pit on Cloud Console and PC. It's an ID Xbox title, and it's a fast-paced retro FPS roguelite. Go look up that definition. We're also getting Outriders on the PC. We've had it on the Xbox, but now we're getting it on PC for people Yay. of the PC Master Race type. Uh, Dragon Ball Fighter Z on cloud and console. That's October 21st. Uh, Echo Generation. We've known about this for a while. We've actually talked about it. We've watched videos. We like this. Uh, at least two of the panelists are very interested in this. Maybe more. Uh, you're going to be unlocking unique skills for your party through comic books, and you're going to prepare for active yes. turn-based battles and boss fights that will keep you on your toes. Uh, Everspace 2 Game Preview PC. This is an ID at Xbox title, also on October 21st. It's a fast-paced single-player spaceship shooter featuring, featuring meaningful exploration in space and on plants, tons of loot, RPG elements, mining and crafting, and hopefully console controls. Um, console commands. Console commands, very <laughs> different. Age of Empires 4 on PC, October 28th. Hopefully console commands, uh, unless you like that type of game. Uh, Alan Wake's American Nightmare on console and PC on the 28th as well. Backbone on console. Corey tells me that this was already out on PC, and I believe him. Uh, that's also on October 28th, so uh, there should be achievements for sure. Uh, Bassmaster Fishing yes. 2022. Matism, new game, represent, uh, cloud console and PC, also on the 28th. 28th is very busy. There's two more games, Non-Guns, Doppelganger Edition. Corey has played this. I think there's a stream save somewhere. Uh, this is cloud yeah, console and PC. Yeah. I, I don't see a lot of people playing this one. Uh, black and white, uh, hard roguelite. Yeah. It'll be oh. a tough sell. Yeah, it's a tough sell, but yeah, it's kind of free if you know, you've already paid for it. And The Forgotten City. Now, if you don't know anything about this game, it's also cloud console and PC. This used to be a mod in Skyrim, and it is now its own game, its own achievements, and its own Game Pass freebie. Go get it. But yeah. for as much as Game Pass taketh, Game Pass taketh away. Uh, so what's up? Oh, so what's leaving? Um, so Celeste, uh, which was games of gold, but probably one of the best platformers that's been released in the past couple years is leaving. Uh, and four count them four five nights at Freddy's games. Uh, one and two, two for sure is cheesable. Uh, one used to be, don't know if it still is, uh, three and four, you have to do it your hard way and dodge some animatronics. Good luck with that. Uh, the, uh, very cute and charming puzzle game Carto, uh, the stack it's leaving, uh, that'll be fun. Uh, try to get that done. East Jade uh, also leaving has a walkthrough. Knights and Bikes leaving and has a walkthrough. Comanche, which I know nothing about, and Unruly Heroes, which I dove uh, and looks like kind of a fun platforming kind of thing. Uh, Comanche has no achievements, so that's why you shouldn't care. Oh, yeah. It's a <laughs> helicopter or something. Yeah, I plan on doing Cardo. Uh, kind of doing a simul play there with the xbox and pc versions uh there's a walkthrough so i'm thinking you know you could do one uh you could do one legit or you know walkthrough and then the other one should be pretty quick if you just 
do it right after. I think it'll be a good good combo I there. Was, I was hoping that Knights and Bikes would be permanently in Game Pass. I was going to bring this up. Yeah, it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think it might the, come back. The publisher is Double Fine, uh, which is now part of Microsoft. But the developer is Foam Sword. And I think this happened before the acquisition of Double Fine. Um, I can't recall. Times the, are funny. Thing. I thought the game was pretty new. It, well, no, it's been no, out. It's, no, it's a year old. It's wow. old. It had been out way before for other systems. It came out for PlayStation only and, and PC. Uh, and then we finally got it uh, back in 2020. End of 2020. Yeah. And uh, being one of the only people that has tried it, uh, oh, Vulgar's in there, dude. Got a little dive. Uh, <laughs> do you recommend it, Kush? Should we try to should I try to allocate ten to twelve hours for the rest of the month to get this in? I mean, I'm going to. I'm going to knock out that Cardo stack first. Then I'm going to come back to Knights and Bikes and try to enjoy it. I'm not going to try to rush it. Uh, it's a lot like Costume Quest. It's very much like Costume Quest. Um, but mm, if, I'm, if I'm remembering the combat. It's not as slow as the RPG-type combat. Uh, I can't really remember the combat at all <laughs> at this point. But I did like I did like running around the levels and discovering stuff. So I really like the art style there. Okay. Awesome. Uh, also, in the Game Pass announcement was a Game Pass perk. We don't normally shout these out, but uh, since we gave some time to Back for Blood earlier in the show... There is a battle-hardened bundle that you can get with Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, so a lot of weapon skins, some character skins, and another things there that you can get for free if you pay for that. So there you go. All right, let's move into coming real soon. So starting with Wednesday, October 27th, we have a twofer that I'm going to give you. Daddish and Daddish 2 both come out. It's like Radish, but he's a dad. Yes, both of these games uh, are related. Uh, Daddish 2 obviously being a sequel. And you play the role as a dad radish who needs to go and save his kids. And let me paint the picture for you in a very bleak way, but try not to take it so negative. This is kind of like a rata-like platformer, but you have to play the whole game. It's not a terrible game by any means. I enjoyed my time with it. but it's, it's not hard, so uh, the, the biggest pain point is probably the price point because they're each $10. I think if there was a bundle for both of them for 10 it would be spot on. Um, but, I don't know, it, it, it's, it's at a different, it's, it's at a line that I, it's kind of like, do you, do you go that much or do you wait? But you get about 50 levels in the game uh, split up into uh, chunks of 10 for each world, and each world has a boss at the end. And you don't have any combat in the game. All you do is jump and move. So it's very light in those terms. And both games are the same thing uh, as, as far as uh, style of the game. You just play through those 50 levels and uh, you ha- unlock all- most of the achievements uh, because you're going to get one for each boss and then for finishing the game. Now, one thing that they don't tell you on the box that uh, I figured out is you can kind of save some playthroughs to get the completion. I've completed both games, and you do have to complete both games normally and in hard mode. Uh, the thing is, though, once you get past level one, you hit level two, and you can hit the home button on, on both games, go back to level one at the world map and switch it to hard mode. Just play it from hard mode from the start to save yourself some time. All they do is they add little bits of fire 
around the level to make it uh, harder to where you would normally jump. You kind of got to figure out a way around it. It's not hard. They don't even, I can't even spot the difference in some of these levels, uh, especially the boss levels. There's absolutely no difference. Uh, just plan hard mode. Uh, each level has a hidden star. You got to get all the stars to get an achievement. Once you do that in the first game, the second game, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the first game, you actually unlock possum mode. And so this uh, intrigues me because now you get to play the whole game as a possum rescuing your possum kids. And I don't, I, I may have been silly. Uh, I was doing the hard mode and possum mode at the same time. And uh, I think the achievement just says you got to beat the final boss as a possum. Uh, but I, I didn't look ahead of time and didn't test it. But otherwise, it's a very standard platformer. $10 each, Daddish and Daddish 2. Go check it out. It has possums. So, yeah. That's all that's coming out that we want to remind you about on Wednesday. What's coming out on Thursday, Nate? Oh, my gosh. There's a game called Roki, I think. I don't know how it's pronounced. It's got accents. We don't have accents. Uh, rediscover magic and chart your adventure through this forgotten northern world of mystery and monsters. Find your courage, discover hidden paths, solve ancient puzzles, and travel deeper through the icy land to learn the truth. Uh, if you look at this and you've looked at other games I've recommended, you will know why I'm recommending this. It's very much the art style that I like. Uh, it's a simple yet beautiful art style, cartoony. I don't think it'll age uh, badly. Uh, and it looks like a cross between Rhyme and Inside, two games that I really like. Uh, I'm very interested in this. I had no idea about it until researching uh, this segment, and I am a fan. So check it out. That's right. And uh, what we'd like to do in coming real soon is spot out the games that you might miss. Uh, but there are a ton of games coming out that are bigger in scope. So just to throw them out there, Moonglow Moon Bay, Marvel's Guardian of the Galaxy, which if you want to know more about, you can message L. Uh, NASCAR 21, uh, uh, Age of Empires, like we've mentioned before, Riders Republic, and PJ Masks. PJ Masks. I was hoping you would get that. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's a big game these days. Outright, game of the outright. century, yeah. Yeah. I would love for you to. Can you? <laughs> Can, yeah. Can Are you, you able? Yes. Guardians of the Galaxy is a game by Square Enix, and it. I feel like it's being swept under the radar. I think this is going to be a big deal. I just saw an article that said really it's going to. I don't know if this is nonsense or not, but it's got a. Uh, uh, it's going to be 150 gigs, which is larger than Microsoft Flight oh, Simulator. Uh, yeah, we'll see. It's got a ridiculous I, amount of dialogue recorded for it, more than Deus Ex. And the soundtrack looks amazing. It's all 80s stuff. If you know them. 50 gigabytes of 80s. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think the uh, I think Marvel's Avengers kind of was underwhelming, and I think that's why yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy is also kind of underwhelming. But who knows? That's just my thought. Speaking of uh, Squeenix, I saw a rumor today that I somehow missed in September. This must be a big rumor. Squeenix is making an open world RPG Power Rangers game. And it's going to be uh, showcased at the Game Awards with uh, Xbox accompaniment. That's Hmm. true. I'm going to lose my mind. 
Speaking of losing your mind, Contest Corners and G-Task. G-Task registration is available uh, this year. It's teamed to three in uh, an individual as well. Uh, it's TAD again, uh, so true achievement difference, and it starts here after Daylight Savings Time. Um, so make sure you get in. If you are looking for a team, post away in Discord. We have a special channel for G-Task, and you can find some willing partners. Um, Hangman 2021 is complete. It's over. And we had some major scores in that competition. I took the top five I could find on the friends list. Uh, TA does a terrible job of letting you just see your friend. So if I missed you and you are above these numbers, let me know. I will shout you out next time. But Northern Last was the top earner that I saw on the AH101 friend account at 17 hangmans completed. Uh, absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it's crazy. Death Dealers also had 10 hangman completions. Planning 42 had 9. Ace had 9 as well. And Enigma Gamer 77 had 8. Uh, I was a one and done myself, so I can't imagine doing uh, that many more. Because, uh, I, frankly, I got an X in mine, and uh, that killed it for me. <laughs> so that was a fun competition. Looking forward to G-Task next. Koosh, what's up with the Gamertag Challenge? Yes, in the Gamertag Challenge for this month is Legohead1977. Uh, the wildcard game that he chose was anything in the Bioshock series. So a previous completion or an achievement earned in the series is worth one bonus draw. And our bonus is... Oh, oh, jeez. Ooh, scary, oh. scary. Uh, achievements that have horror-related words. Example, horror, blood, scream. Uh, one bonus draw per unique variants are not allowed. If you have any questions, go to the Gamertag Challenge channel and ask them there, and I'm sure you will get a answer with no sass. So no sass guarantee. All right, let's wrap this puppy up. We have Brad Camp left, and with completions, we have... Aeroteric has completed 400 games. Along with Triple Triad 777, who completed 850 games. And that's it for completions. Koosh, in, take it away. In ratio, we have nothing. In streaks, we have Wakapale is currently on an eight-year achievement win streak. Jay Black is currently on a 50-day achievement win streak, almost as good. Mental Knight 5, currently on a 100-day achievement win streak. Toby Lynn, 200 days. Lucas, 1987, 250 days. Ross 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 with 750. Enigma Gamer, 77 with 1,050. Seamus McLimey with 1,850. Mr. Gompers, not Grompers, Gompers, with 2,950 days. And Matriarch, currently with 2,950 days as well. Also, not Grompers. <laughs> For Gamerscore, at 90, uh, 300,000 Gamerscore. Retro Chief 1969 has 600,000 Gamerscore. Rocker Dude, with unnecessary numbering, must be different from this Rocker Dude, has 700,000 Gamerscore. <laughs> Quick Dote Guy has a three quarters of a million, so 750,000 gamer score. Good job. In leaderboards, Alex R. Davies is in the top five of the completed games leaderboard for Xbox One Vayners. Ben L72 is in the top 10 of the gamer score leaderboard for Metroidvanias. Elroy OMJ is in the top 200 of the completed games leaderboard. Hatton 90 is now in the top 200 of the England TA difference leaderboard for a card and board which I'm sure has nothing to do with the Solitaire update. 
1977 is in the top 20 of the TA Difference Leaderboard for Survival. Mental Knight is in the top 200 of the TA Leaderboard for Shmups. Night Wolf is in the top 2,000 of the TA Difference Leaderboard. Retro Chief 1969 is now in the top 20 of the USA TA Difference for Point and Clicks. In Brags, we have Geometric Cube finished Final Fantasy 15. And I guess more importantly than that, Mike Pitch landed uh, an Xbox mini fridge from a Target pre-order. So those were the two brags that stood out to me. That's called. Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Fridge. You're going to you're gonna have to can I'll that joke. Draw a diagram later. Thanks. I'm very funny. And with that, that'll do us for this very long and complicated panel. It gets that, worse. That has been uh, level 100 plus 69. Uh, make sure to follow us everywhere. Do all the things. And uh, we'll be live again on Twitch in two-ish weeks. First Tuesday of the month. So uh, be sure to catch us there. We will giveaways be sig- and fun. We'll be significantly fatter. And donate to Extra Life. Uh, there will be links for that. And the Extra Life stream November 6th. Get hyped. Yes. Be there or be square. See you guys. Blah, blah. Bye. 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 Class is dismissed. It's Generation X. It's Generation X. Xbox. Get Xbox. Xbox. It's Generation X. Hygienic. Get Xbox. Hygienic. Xbox. Xbox. Get Xbox. Get Xbox. Welcome back, nostalgia-seeking Chivo Hunters, to the fifth edition of Gen Xbox, where two old fogies from Generation X sit around and compare some games you can earn some gamer score in with games that we grew up on. What did these new games do well, and where did they fall short? Well, that's what this segment is all about. Joining me today is a freak, and I think he is super... And so does Rick James. It's freaky. That's right. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing today, L? How you doing? I'm all right. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna run out of uh, freak song references at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah, but not, not anytime soon because I'm sure there's a lot. <laughs> so we've we've done uh, it's fr- you know freaky as as, as tricky, tricky, and yep. we've done uh, freak on a freak leash, on a leash and, yep. and now we've got super freak taken mm-hmm. care of. So there we go. Uh, we'll see where I go next time. So. Right? Yeah. If, yeah. If if anybody has any suggestions, you know, just just shoot them <laughs> over to Elroy. Oh, you know they will. <laughs> so yeah. So you uh, you did the water park thing today. So oh yes. Congrats on that. Went to uh, actually drove a long drove a long way for me to go to a water park because there's one literally about 15 minutes down the street. Mm-hmm. But um, a coworker lives in uh, North Carolina, close to the Outer Banks. If you're familiar with the East Coast mm-hmm. at all. And there's a, it's called H2OBX, and it's a little water park down there. And it's pretty neat. It's got different rides than the ones I've ridden for, you know, 30 years of my life up here in Virginia Beach. So uh, nice. I went down there and took the kids, and it was good. It was fun. Cool. Now, I'm tired, but I'm excited <laughs> to do this because I have, I, I, I'm excited to, to share the game with you because I don't, I, you, I know you know the game I'm going to be talking about, but I don't know if you've oh. played it. So. Oh, okay. Well, why don't you just go right in then? Let's let's hear it. All right. All right. So my... Oh, wait, wait. But first, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry. I just totally cut you off at the knees there, but... Oh, it's okay. 
I have an update. Oh, what's that? And and this is the update you were supposed to remind me to do last time we recorded oh. that I forgot to do last time. Oh, well, it's okay. I have an update, and it is of utmost importance because it is an Iron Snout update. Oh, no, that's awesome. Yes. So, if you recall, in episode three, I believe it was. Yep, yep. We, yep. We, uh, you made the best pick so far of any of us so far on any of the games we've been choosing. And so we suggested that everybody shoot an email to Snout Up Games to let them know that uh, we need a Iron Snout 2 uh, C-Squeal? 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 Yeah, C-Squeal. Yeah, that's it. And then such and so forth, and maybe ask them if we could get that Bacon May Die game mm-hmm. uh, with some achievements. So I didn't want to be just throwing out ideas. I always like to you know do what I, I say I'm going to do. So I, of course, emailed Snout Up Games. And I told them that I was a host on a podcast, that I'm Iron Snout's biggest fan, <laughs> and that uh, I've discussed the game at least three to four times over the past few years, and that in the latest one, I asked individuals to contact him and to let him know that there is a huge demand for Iron Snout 2 and that it must happen, and what can we do to help? And then I threw a little uh, side sidebar that bacon may die has recently come to our attention mm-hmm. and that we are salivating at the the potential of it being released uh, so that we can play it for achievements and then i threw your suggestion in there i hope you don't mind oh no not at all okay well i said one suggestion before the port change the name of the pig in the game <laughs> from bacon to the more fitting hambo and so I said, thank you in advance and uh, for bringing these dreams to reality. And so he responded back. Oh, nice, nice. And he says, hey there, your email truly made my day. Thank you very much. While there is a chance that Iron Snout 2 will happen, Ooh. it might take one to two more years until I can start working on it as I do have some other projects lined up. Same goes for Bay. Then he puts dot, 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 B-A, dot, dot, dot. Hambo may die <laughs> as I would like to create a sequel for it rather than releasing the current version on consoles. Controls are too weird for gamepads. Okay. And then he said, however, I'm currently working on Card Hog, which is a quite different game, but will likely be ported to consoles and will have plenty of achievements to hunt for it. It's already on Steam and mobile platforms. Nice. Here's a Steam key if you like to check it out. Oh, that's awesome. And then he gives me a key. So whoever is the first individual to send me a message that maybe they I don't I don't use Steam, but some people, you know, they they do. So if you're on Steam and you would like to have the card hog key nice. courtesy of of snout at, snout up king himself not i just added the king there i don't know what, <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what his name is aramis it looks Ooh. like but if you would like that key be the first person to send me a message and i will send it right your way nice so there you go nice. there oh, is your update that, that respond and everything that's awesome so hey the breaking news iron snout 2 out in a couple years and, I know uh, it. Oh, we're gonna have a release party. I think. Yeah, definitely. definitely. <laughs> and then, and then, so ha- fantastic. Hambo part two for Hambo. Hambo first oink part oh, two. Now, I, I must ask, how are you going to feel inside if they name the game Hambo something? <laughs> oh, you know? like, if they name it Hambo, I will just 
<laughs> I don't you, know. Because you know that was all you. Yeah, that was you. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> it's so it, it, it would definitely go right up there. You know, I mean, it would be right up there with like uh, Wakapel and uh, the other people having their names added to the game. Was it Cold Silence? Oh After yeah, they updated it and made it easier. And yep, then uh, yep. Vulgar Latin also getting his name as a as an achievement. That's so, right. You just, you just, would know. You would know though that you were the one that made that happen. That'd be great. Well, yeah, uh, it was a cooperative effort because I made the suggestion, it was. and you, you, that's you, true. You, that's you, true. You, you uh, I teed it up, and you knocked it out of the park. There you go. Yeah. All yeah. right. So there is your update. I have come through with my update. I have no longer have an update. So all right. There you go. All right. Floor is all yours. Well, let's uh, let's get back into let's get back into the game I was going to talk about. So, like I said, I don't. I, I, I'm not sure. I've heard you mention this game because you've. I know you've gone mm. through. I know you know some of the names of the achievements in this game. You've mentioned some of them. <laughs> you went. You went Iron Snout again. <laughs> no, I didn't do. I didn't do Iron <laughs> Snout. I didn't do Iron Snout. But it is. It is a bro game. Oh, oh, oh. And it is Bro Force. Oh yes, right. I have. I've heard. I have never actually played this game, yes. but I am yes. in love with the achievements in this game. It is only on Win Ten. It's not on your Xbox mm-hmm. or your X Cloud at all. So that it is. It does have a little bit of a lower player base, but mm-hmm. I think it has less than four thousand people on TA have started it. Nobody's completed it. There is one unobtainable, so it does have that against it. If that kind of you know messes you up, it's just a glitched achievement that's that nobody has been able to unlock. And I don't know if Devolver. It's it's um, published by Devolver Digital. So they have a lot of decent games, I think, that I, I, I've played. I like a lot of their games. Yeah, the the thing that kept me away from it was just, I don't know, it's just a lot of TA just to jump into a game. It, it's scary with the uh, oh, yeah. with the ratios and everything. And, and I, I threaten to do it every time the G-Test mm-hmm. comes along. But I, for some reason, I never do. Yeah. But I mean, there, there, boy, there I love the achievements. A, 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 a good chunk of TA. It, it's worth. Well, not technically not a thousand gamer score because there is one. There is right. one unobtainable, but it is worth over four thousand TA. And mm-hmm. the gamer score is. Let's see, the unobtainable is a twenty-five point unobtainable. So you'd get nine seventy-five in it with over uh, four thousand TA. Yeah, it's uh, that's that's above where I I put my casual gaming unless I am in some kind of contest. I I don't go above like twenty five hundred usually. Yeah, yeah, and it is and it is fifteen dollars also. So the price tag mm. yeah, under ten, I would say it's probably worth it. But fifteen dollars is a little pricey. Now let me let me get into what the game actually is. I know I haven't shared how it is, but it's it is a mm-hmm. um I would I would call it a, a run and gun. Kind of mixed maybe with like a um, quick deaths of like Super Meat Boy and stuff like that because you 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 only hmm. your character only has one hit point he gets hit <laughs> he's dead by anything you, you you've already mentioned two genres that I really hate both run and gun and and plat failure <laughs> say I got a name for those not platform but those are plat failures ah, where yeah, it, yeah, where yeah. where it purposely kills you over and over again I'm telling you it's a, it's a whole genre of yeah game. yeah no it is and this one and this one does play like that it is very um I mean but the, but it is very if you play it on uh normal it is very forgiving in its checkpoints as if you get to the checkpoint you can just spawn from there so and um when you spawn also the thing is there's the the characters in it you play as a different character every time you die. Hmm. And sometimes a different character will be more, will have the better weapons to get through this part or whatnot. And let me just go through some of the names of these characters. Well, the first character, sure. I think, I think it was the character you start out with. It's uh, Rambro. <laughs> and then you get Bramando. Nice. And then you get B.A. Brorakis. 
Then you get Brodel Walker, Brohard from Die Hard. Yeah, yeah. McBrover. Now, do the characters like resemble the individuals that they're being referenced? 100%, or is it yes. Okay, awesome. Yes. <laughs> like like McBrover is uh, MacGyver and he I don't think he oh, has I a see. gun. He just has like he has this his special weapon I think is dynamite in a turkey. And mm. he throws the turkey out, and then it attracts all the enemies, and it explodes and kills as many enemies nice. around it. It's, it's hilarious. Um, Braid, which is my favorite, actually, it's a, it's Blade, and he has the double oh. the double swords, and it's just he he's actually pretty pretty op. Mm-hmm. Bro Dread, Bro in Black, Snake Broskin, the Brominator, Brobocop, Indiana Brones, mm. Ash Brilliams uh, from Ash from Evil Dead. Uh, Mr. Anderbro, <laughs> which is actually uh, Neo from right. Matrix. Gotcha. The Boondock Bros, Brochette, Bronan the Brobarian, Ellen Ripbro, <laughs> Time Bro, Broniversal Soldier, Colonel James Brodick, Cherry Broling, Bromax, The Brode, The Professional, Broditor, which is Predator, Broden, <laughs> Brolander, Broheart, Double Bro Seven, <laughs> Tank Bro, Bro Lee, Dirty Brory. Like, Every... Uh, some of those I'm not sure what what they are, but yeah, like uh, like, like Tank Bro. What's, uh, I guess what's that, tank, bro? tank? I guess Tank Girl. Oh, it's just a bro, but yeah, tank I mean, it's still yeah, girl. it's just Tank. I mean, it's, it's still a girl, oh, but okay. it's Tank Bro. Like it's it's. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, bro. And yeah, she has like, she has, can a, be gun, bros, she has a gun on her leg, and she, you can actually use that to kill people and also traverse the the level. Nice. So I, I heard two Sch- Schwarzenegger uh, references is. Uh, does he lead the pack in bro uh, offshoots by chance? Probably. Let's see, because you have because you have. Um, I heard the Brominator. The Brominator and, then, uh, and um, what was the other one? Uh, I can't the Bronan the Brobarian. Bronan, yeah, 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 yeah. And also, yeah, the Brominator, Bronan the Bar, the Brobarian. What else here? Um, Broniversal Soldier. Uh, I think. I think. Um, what's it? Rambro. I think he has two because he has Bro Dread and Rambro. So Sylvester Stallone may have two. Oh also. yeah, Drudge. Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite YouTube videos is a is a Judge Dread one where he's telling him he's broken the law. I'll have to send it to you. And he's like, law, 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 law. It's it's great. I'll send it. And, and I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll 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 post it without any context in the podcast discussion. Oh yeah, it's our, nice. Just uh, do it. Just post channel, it in there. And they'll be like, well. oh, that's yeah, what that's just, for. Weeks and weeks of advance. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and, and this is another reason. Like, I really picked this. I, I really enjoyed this game because all I, I grew up watching all these. You have A Team, you have Rambo, you have uh, mm-hmm. MacGyver, you have Aliens, you have Indiana Jones, you have RoboCop. You know, yeah. All these movies or TV shows, are, uh, I watched every single one of these. So it was just funny thinking back to to, to it and, mm-hmm. and and all this. And, and then each like, like uh, Double Bro Seven, like your James Bond. Mm-hmm. His regular weapon is like a little, like you know, British pea shooter, but his special weapon, like the first one's a martini, and you just throw a martini and kill somebody, and the second one's like a, <laughs> a cigar, and you throw that and kill somebody, and the third one's like a, a watch or something, you know, like all of the different things that what's his face mm-hmm. gives him Q or whatever the guy in James Bond does, and, and it's it's really fun, <laughs> but like I said, it's very it's it's even on the regular diff regular difficulty, it is difficult. Like you, you're you're. Going why, can't the level. They, why can't they just add an easy difficulty yeah, to this game yeah. and just uh, like you, have it as a casual game? Yeah, you're you're going you're going I mean, through the levels and it's it's fast and it's you know everybody's dying and the the the, the main the main bad guy through about half the game is spoiler alert. Uh, so if you don't want to know anything about this game, turn it off. <laughs> 
But anyway, the main bad guy through the game is Satan. <laughs> and, you know, at every level you're killing, like, I don't know if you're killing just, like, pieces of Satan's. Because what it is is, like, you, you okay, so the game, it puts your, your, your crack team of freedom fighters in a helicopter and you're going around the world and they're dropping you into, like, hot spots like Cambodia and, and you know, Vietnam and all the other places that, that are, you know, they're terrorist level and all this other stuff they're dropping you in and you go and you kill the terrorist and you mm-hmm. kill satan at the end of the level now the levels aren't very long you can probably run through a level in less than a minute you know if, mm. if, you, if you don't die and the, they're not very long they're, it's just you know you, you gotta there's a learning curve if you want to really learn the levels and, and not die um well, i mean if you look at the achievements you probably could figure out who the main boss is there's several on there oh like, yeah kill uh, satan kill satan yeah like <laughs> punch him so hard his head explodes yeah. uh, or that no i'm sorry just he explodes not just his head but his whole body explodes <laughs> i guess and throwing him off of something or yeah he's off the cliff uh yeah so there's a couple like that yeah. but i mean just a really awesome achievement like the, list. the achievement list is so much fun and like just the name that like um the sad thing is my favorite achievement name on it is the one that is unobtainable <laughs> and it's no ticket. And are you familiar? Have you watched the Indiana Jones movies? Oh gosh, it's been so long. I can't remember. Is that? I'm sure that's from like the when he was attacking the Nazis. Of mm-hmm. the, the yeah, they're on. Uh, was it the the Zeppelin? Was yep, it? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're on. They're on All the right. Zeppelin. It came back to me very slowly. Yeah, there, yeah. He's yeah. on the Zeppelin. And Indiana I am Jones old. beats him up and throws him <laughs> off, and he's like, "No ticket." And so that's uh, that, that's go. the unobtainable. Nice. It's throw throw an enemy off the sky fortress as Indiana Brones, and that's the unobtainable. That's what that seems so random that that's the one that is an unobtainable there. So yeah, I mean, and it's it's just got to be glitched because there's other ones that yeah, it's, the other ones are. I mean, just doesn't sound like it's anything unusual. You know? Yeah, yeah, like the, you know the other ones. What is um? Let's see here. Rest in pieces. Literally punch Satan so hard that he explodes. So. Uh, yeah. Shaken, not stirred. Kill a terrorist with a martini. So there's there's a bunch of yeah. <laughs> there's a bunch of them. You know, uh, you know how uh, you know how I said I'd kill you last. Throw Satan off a cliff is Bromando. So yeah. oh, yeah. A, that's I, another Arnold Schwarzenegger character, right? He was Commando. Oh wasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right on that. So that's three. That's three for for. Oh, for, he's he's the leader of the pack for now. Arnold. <laughs> yeah. So. I have to mention my favorite one. Again, this is a game I've never played, but it's a game I just have. I'm I like uh, I have a bromance going on with it with the uh, the achievement list, mm-hmm. especially especially front row tickets to the gun show yes. for having four players flex on screen at the same oh, time. Oh, you should check out the. I mean, how can you not? You give should it check that? out the guide on that one too. Oh, I will. I will. And and even the the art. Of the achievements. Oh, look! There's a guy I know that posted. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, posted something I, on I actually, that. I actually wrote wrote the guide to that specific achievement. <laughs> nice, fantastic. So, but yeah, no, it's that's yeah. Front row tickets to the gun show, I, Last Supper. Every achievement name is a reference to either it's a pop reference or something that's that's in a movie or it's a, a popular culture kind of saying. So, okay. all right. So what's it? What's this game like? Why is it your pick for the week? It's okay. So it's like I said um, when we were kind of doing the pre-show. I was talking like I had to kind of. I was like, man, I really want to talk about this game. I really like this game, and this game popped into my head, and I was thinking, what is that game like that I played when I was younger? And and not, I don't want to say immediately, but not you know whatever whatever would be second to immediately like 
almost immediately. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe X can tell us what it is. Pe- uh, pe- penul- penultimate? Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Well, penulti- pen- penultimate is like what the- Emily? Yeah. Yeah. Penultimate. <laughs> second to immediate? Second to immediate? Second to immediate? Yeah. Oh, that'd be a great word if it existed. Oh, I'm sure it is. Second yeah. to immediate. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, so, the, yeah. the, the game that popped into my head was Lemmings. Mm-hmm. Have you played Lemmings? I have I have, I know Lemmings, but yeah. I'm not sure where that relates to a running gun. Yeah, see, it's uh, not the same kind failure. of game. But <laughs> so so I'm with, confused. With, if, if if you haven't played Lemmings, it's it's a game from the early '90s, I think 1991, and it started out. Mm-hmm. I had it on the computer, but I know it was ported to like Sega, I think, and Nintendo and whatnot. But it's an early game. I think it came out in 1991. I had it on my Atari. I was like an Atari, a Tandy, you know, build your own computer type <laughs> thing before they came, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much pre-made. But it's, so what What it would do is, you'd, I think it would throw in like a hundred lemmings and these lemmings would just pop out of this hole in the ceiling or whatnot or a door on this level. And there was all these different things in the way and you had to find the exit. So, and all your lemmings did was walk back and forth. If they, if they got to a wall, mm-hmm. they would turn around and walk back the other way. If they got to another wall, they would turn around and walk back the other way and they would just sit there and walk. And you had to safely get a certain amount of percentage to the end. So you had to, mm-hmm. if uh, if a wall was in your way, and yet you, you had to get through the wall somehow. And you had different jobs you could assign your lemmings, and you only had a certain amount of jobs per level. You know, so like this one level, you may have one lemming that can mine through rock, or that can dig a tunnel, or mm-hmm. that can build a bridge, or that can uh, stop traffic. I think that was another one that was that was um, mm-hmm. uh, imperative to have because th- if there was a cliff, like the lemmings would just jump <laughs> off the cliff and, and die. So you yep. had to have a lemming that would just sit there and stop traffic. And um, so, so the reason I thought of this game because you know uh, when you're playing lemmings, a lot of it's like trial and error, and and your characters are dying, your little lemmings are falling to their death or whatnot. And mm-hmm. there's sometimes there's just nothing you can do to stop them. You're like, well, I just you know screwed the pooch on that one. That was the wrong. Mm-hmm. That was the wrong way to solve that level. We got to start over again. <laughs> and that's what this game feels like. Like you're going through. It you know plays a lot faster. It's not it's not as fast. You know, Lemmings is you know it's a slower moving game. But sometimes you just, it's, you're watching a slow train wreck as all your Lemmings die. But with this one, right. you're you're throwing your guy into the whoever you know you have Broad or the professional. You're throwing him into the the meat grinder and he just dies and then you throw the next one in he just dies and you throw the next one in he just dies and you know you're going to kill like the next 15 guys before you finally figure out how to get through this level and it just reminded me of just like throwing lemmings off the cliff like just throwing the lemmings in there and seeing what happens and just seeing what sticks and and that's why (laughs) it, it, it reminded me of that and it was such a weird connection but for me it made sense and it just uh, you know, because I haven't played any other game. I was trying to think of another game I've played like this, and it doesn't, you know, mm. it doesn't quite fit Super Meat Boy. I've played Super Meat Boy. I've played some of those, um, the, the hard platformer games, you know, a thousand and one spikes or whatever, and other, other games like that that I haven't wanted to put on my tag because I think Super Meat Boy's on my tag, but I haven't wanted to put on my tag because I know I'm not going to get through them. But mm. because they throw you so many guys in this, and in the normal mode, and even in the hard mode, you can get through it. You can keep, you know, cycle through all your men and all your guys. Like, and in each level, you can get to the checkpoint, and then you can also rescue other people, and it adds like a extra life to your man. So I was like, okay, cool. This is very 
forgivable in in um how you play it. Although there is one achievement that I will probably never get, and it's called Iron Bro mode. And uh, mm. you have to, I think you have to beat the game with only having one life on each level, which uh, I'm not that good <laughs> at this game to do it. I'm, I'm playing through hard mode right now, or well, I was playing through hard mode because it was on Game Pass and it is not on Game Pass anymore. Ooh. And I did not purchase it. So, but yeah, that's that, you know, thin connection to Lemmings, but it, that, that popped into my head and it, it just, you know, you're throwing your guy at it and he just, you know, you're going to die 10 times before you finally figure out how to get past this little boss or how to get past this little thing. Mm-hmm. But once you do, you'll, you'll be fine. So yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's a, maybe a weak connection, but it's the one that I made and it was very, <laughs> uh, it, 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 it penultimately popped into my head. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have not played either, So, uh, <laughs> but what I do know of Lemmings, I would have never associated with a run-and-gun platfailer, uh, and uh, so <laughs> kudos to you for making it work. Uh, well, well, you actually know um, Lemmings actually, uh, the whole that's actually a misconception that they commit mass suicide on purpose anyway, mm. right? Yeah, well, don't I thought that they did jump off, but they just start swimming like yeah, it's, uh, like, like, like a mi- like, migratory. Well, yeah, thing. they're migratory, and they may not they may not know if like um if the body of water is too big to swim, and they mm, may you know so they may die. Just make poor decisions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not necessarily committing suicide for the sake of just you know throwing themselves off a cliff to die. But I think I think Walt Disney filmed this documentary in the fifties, and like they had like people literally throwing lemmings off the edge of the cliff and trying to make, <laughs> trying to. F- fake this mass suicide of lemmings. <laughs> Make good television, right? Yeah, right, yeah. All these all these, <laughs> all these, rodents just going to their death. <laughs> yeah. I would say, it seems like that that would, if they were like that, that the, they probably wouldn't be around by now, so right, 70 right. years later. Yeah, exactly. Ago, so. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 they, they didn't go the way of the dodo, which actually made <laughs> right. itself extinct, so... <laughs> There you go. That that would be a flaw in the programming, I would say. So yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so what 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 uh, what have you brought to the table this week? What are we discussing? What are you discussing? All right. Well, for me, I have. I always like to go in the reverse order. I always like to tell you about the game that um, took me back to the day, or the game that I played back in the day, and then tell you the one I played modern that uh, reminded me of it. So, so the retro game that I have for you, I guess the retro part of it is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade from 1989. Okay. So, that is, uh, I assume that you've played that. I mean, everyone's played yes, that yes. at some point, right? It was it's a, a, it's lot a, better than, a lot better than the first one on the NES. <laughs> well, yeah, I th- did that. That surely didn't come out before then, did it? I thought they wanted maybe. Oh, I, I believe. Know. Oh, yes. Oh, there's a TMNT game before. Oh no, I know which one you're talking yeah. about. It's it's brutal. It's yeah. awful. They just look like yeah. I didn't realize that came out before the the arcade beat 'em up. Oh, that, uh, oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Well, I, we can look at that. But yeah. uh, but the one I'm talking about is the one that was in all the arcades. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. was co-op. It had four stations at yep. it. And it was a quarter muncher. Mm-hmm. I mean, because you went into it knowing that you were, once you get past the first few stages, you were going to be paying to uh, progress. So, it's a beat-em-up, cartoony, colors. Uh, so, uh, and ironically, I played the hell out of this one with my brother at 
Pinocchio's Pizza as well. They got this one uh, well after uh, you know two tigers had left uh, years earlier, and so uh, we ate at Pinocchio's Pizza probably way too much. But uh, yeah, it's a a uh, four player arcade classic. Oh man, yeah. I mean, I've, I've yeah, I've played this one too myself at uh, Aladdin's Castle actually. So oh, okay, fantastic. Yeah, yeah Aladdin's Castle that. I was the, my memories of Aladdin's castle was that it was the only place I knew of where that token machine that had like where you drop your token yes. in. It's like this little bar that would push the tokens off, yes. and like like you try to see how far you could. Like some of them were just barely hanging on, so, and you see how, so how precariously you hanging on. Yes, and you thought, right? You would, oh, so just one more, it didn't knock go them all off. Well, yeah, and then you're thinking, well, if I just if I just kind of nudge it a little bit, and, and but uh, I, I did that a couple times, and I, I didn't realize that it like if it felt something dropped drop when it wasn't in session, that it would not spit them yeah, out. It yeah, was, yeah. And then it, it also had an alarm on. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's so. like a little, it's like a um, yeah, like a pinball <laughs> machine. The the what's it called? Yeah, when you nudge it. Yeah, a little tilt. Yeah, the, the tilt. tilt. Yeah. Yep. Right. So so then I tried to figure out how to kind of get it to you know like. How much was too much, kind of a thing. So anyway, but that was a delicate balance when you were that age, and so yeah, I mean, free tokens are just right there. I know. And so <laughs> yeah, those. But that's what I associate with Lads Castle. But this one, uh, this game, it uh, I, apparently, I mean, it has quite a following. Uh, and so I, as I was looking into it, I was like, wow, it. Uh, you can buy the actual cabinet for it. You know, buy the actual arcade version of it. Uh, and those go for about thirty five hundred for an authentic one, so that's a pretty pricey. Yeah. Uh, that one's definitely held its value because I think when I bought two tigers a long time ago, or I see, I got, I got a couple of authentic machines. I got uh, Mappy as well. Okay, uh, Mappy the the little mouse that jumps on uh, trampolines. Ah, I have to see it. The name yeah. sounds familiar for some reason, but I, I have to yeah, see the it's, game. It's classic. It's it's on the the Namco. Uh, uh collections okay. but but yeah it's uh it's i have that one in two tigers and i think i only paid i didn't I think like i don't know 600 for them or something i forget but uh so this one's 3500 that to me is a very expensive cabinet but that shows that it's in high demand so but you can you can buy a knockoff allegedly at Walmart, they sell a little emulator of it it's uh those one-up arcades mm-hmm. have you seen those <laughs> yeah i've seen those and so yeah, they had this one at Walmart. You could buy it online for $370. But if you're th- considering that, unfortunately, they're out of stock. And so you have to buy them on eBay now. And they're going for $700, $800 on eBay. And they're selling. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So if you bought one for 370 and you could flip it and uh, go ahead. And that reminded me of, I don't know if you remember last uh, Halloween. You remember the 12-foot skeleton thing? I don't know. It was the whole thing. It's like this freaking twelve foot skeleton. They sold at freaking uh, Home Depot. All right, so okay, Home Depot I mean, has twelve I've, foot I've, skeletons. I've it's seen like it. yeah, yard dad, art. Yeah, my dad works at Home Depot, and he you know, he would he's always sending me a picture of him. I remember him sending a picture of of the oversized skeleton. Yeah. Oh yeah, man, that thing. <laughs> hey, 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 those things sold out like. Like really quick, and then everyone pretty much wanted one. I mean, they did. They definitely did not uh, anticipate the uh, demand for these things. Missed the boat on that one. Yeah, and if you got one of those things, I think they sold for like one hundred and fifty dollars at Home Depot. But you, they're still 
I, I, I just looked it up because this reminded me that where you buy it for like three seventy, flip it for eight hundred. Yeah. And so those you bought for like one hundred fifty, and they're still selling those for eight hundred dollars on eBay. Oh, geez. People are people are still buying those for eight hundred. So I don't know if there's going to be a flood of them. I mean, there's probably going to be all kinds of twelve foot yard art after what happened with those things this this coming right. year. But probably everybody that does yard art is going to have a twelve foot something. So, but anyway, in case you never got your twelve foot skeleton or wanted to get it in the off season. There is no offseason no off for, for the twelve foot skeletons. Yeah, 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 and oh, I I do know why where one is in Memphis. Uh, I'm I'm not saying you should come take it or anything. I but if you want to see it in action, uh, I'm sure they'll put it up again for Halloween. But they had like a chain. <laughs> it was chained down. Right, so, yeah, right. uh, yeah. So hit, they didn't want here, it to look, disappear look at in this the middle of the night. Worth eight hundred dollars, just you know, yeah, well, sitting in my front I mean, yard. It's it's not something that would be able to walk off your your yard very easily i'm sure the thing's kind of heavy i mean not but, with that attitude i mean <laughs> <laughs> yeah right you're you right find, you, but you find some wily teenagers i'm sure they could do anything <laughs> yeah well that was kind of where it got famous was is that someone bought like the pre-assembled one and like put it on the top of their station wagon and drove it home and it was like hanging <laughs> off and boat it, it was a whole thing man you just have to go look it up the 12 foot skeleton do like a google search for it. it's oh, pretty man. funny but oh, yeah we- yeah but anyway so <laughs> add to the list of the 12 foot skeleton the knockoff uh teenage mutant ninja turtles cabinet from walmart so there now, you are go the, are the knockoff cabinets the same size as the original I, the ones I've seen, they're smaller. Yeah, because the, uh, the ones I've seen actually seen at Walmart when they have yeah. them in stock aren't like the same. They're like a tabletop yeah, cabinet they're, almost. They're like a narrow, yeah, they're narrower. And there's, I mean, you can tell it's not. I mean, it's not like a, an authentic replica or yeah, anything. It's yeah. like, you know, it's just kind of a, they, they definitely cut corners on it. But anyway, so there you I mean, go. Walmart? So no. Maybe you can find one. Yeah, if you can find one, go for it. It's those one-up arcades, but just know if you buy one and get it for a reasonable price that you can flip it for 800 bucks. So you can play it like that. You can also play it for free online. There's a place called Board Bro. I, I've never heard of it, but apparently it's like an emulator where you can play all these old classic games for free. Uh, or you can travel back in time and buy it for the 360 before they removed it for 200 uh, gamer score. But there a Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja Turtles game back in time or travel back in time or something like that? Uh, it's, it's not. I don't believe it's the same one, <laughs> oh, but maybe but it is. Maybe another Ninja Turtles game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th- this one is called uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Arcade 1989, yeah. and it uh, it was a 200 gamer score one, and it's it's a long since removed. So, but uh-huh. several people in the community have it. I saw like L and Matriarch and a couple others. Well, being had 200 it, but... gamer score, do you have it? Oh no, I don't. I wish I did. It's a beat 'em <laughs> up, but. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to get up on the beat 'em up leaderboard. I might actually have played this one just for the nostalgia of it. Yeah. Oh, again, no, I remember, it was eight yeah, to ten hours. So. What were the 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 rhin- I, mean, I, forget, a... I forget their name, the rhinoceros and the warthog. Oh yeah, Simba and uh, Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's it. So what you about? Yeah, the, the 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 TMNT Lion King crossover. <laughs> No, no, no. Oh, oh, no. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, you're talking. <laughs> you're talking about. Oh, damn. I, I sure missed what you're talking about there. Yeah, you're talking about Bebop and Rockstar. Yes, that's it. I forgot the. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What are you saying, Wardog? I was thinking of. Yeah. My mind did not go to uh, Bebop. Oh, my God. Oh, Whew. yeah. That'd be, that'd be a mashup. <laughs> sorry. Uh, oh, okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, All right. So yeah. 
No, I remember because they were like the, <laughs> the first bosses in the game. I think you fought them. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think Bebop is the first one. <sighs> I, I get to him. I get to him in a second. I, I, I'll come back to Bebop. Okay, okay. So, <sighs> so would you like to know which game took me back to those 1989 I, days? I have an idea, but I want you to. I want you to tell me. All right. Well, uh, it's a game that you've uh, played. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. It. Yeah, it is Space Jam. Yep, that's what I was thinking. So, we started talking about yep. like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, Space Jam, man. So it is uh, from Digital Eclipse. It was released uh, mid-July, and it's a two- to three-hour completion, beat-em-up genre. It's worth 2100-ish TA, and it's free. Mm-hmm. Free if you have Game Pass, right? For Ultimate Game Pass what? members. Oh, is it not free for everyone else? I, I thought it was I free for know. everyone. I'd have to look it it's up. listed as free on okay, TA. Yeah, I think okay. it. I think if you bought it, or I think if you had Game Pass, you had access oh, early. Oh, early. Now, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now it's long been released. Oh, so. I, I think our very own Rocker Dude was the first one to play it on TA. Was he? Oh, for real? I think I, I know somebody if... on the on the on the on the team on the core team. I think I'm pretty sure it was Rocker Dude. But uh, huh. I'm sure I'll be corrected had, in a future segment, <laughs> or not. See, I would, uh, you know, just be right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what the. Uh, it looks like it m- might have been Kushmoosh. Mm-hmm. Who he is? Uh, no, no, maybe not. So I'm trying to think of what the first achievement that you would get. Uh, I thought it might be hit three enemies with a single charge ball, but it might be defeat the brow. Let's see, first winners. It looks like the drunken spider is the person that keeps. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, know, know. I know it was one of our because they put it in Brad Camp, and I know it was one of our own that was actually the first to play it. And I was, and huh. I was one on the main panel. I'm pretty sure, but like I said, I mean, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm sticking to my guns on this one. All right, well, if you are that person, <laughs> let us know. But yeah, this is a, a really a similar game, uh, in to me anyway. Before before I get to more in depth on the game, it, it it is a movie tie-in promo game, so that there is that. So one can only assume that there will be a Space Jam three game next year yes. that will not have Chivos and will only have trophies for the PlayStation release. So one can only <laughs> assume that is what is going to happen. Oh, that little shade. Not that not that anybody is still salty about that, <laughs> but anyhow. So <laughs> let's get to the game. So still boycott. Just, just <laughs> so this game is uh, retro on purpose. So they, when you start it up, like one of the first things you see is like a 1.4 megabyte floppy disk. Ah, yes. And yeah, and so that is the thing that is used to advance the story. Now, what exactly is that story? I'm not 100% sure because you could skip through the text really fast. So perhaps you can fill in the blanks on what the story is actually about. Uh, yeah, um, from what I remember, because <laughs> uh, I skipped a lot, I skipped through it pretty some, fast too. <laughs> something uh, to do with music, it was some, maybe. Yeah, some, somebody, uh, yeah, he was like he was a, <laughs> so maybe he was a computer. He was a program. <laughs> the completion, and, he, and we have no idea what the game was yeah, about. Yeah, you you you, you fight <laughs> you fight some people that some guy yeah, stole. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Some music. Nope, I, yeah. I skipped through it too. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. We're in good company. All right. Well, we'll get to back to that. We'll we'll come back to that. But uh, it has a, a cartoon atmosphere to it as far as the colors are concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, the backgrounds are all kind of cartoony. The level props are all cartoony and the enemies are all, all cartoony. Now, 
this game is a local co-op only, so that's another similarity, like with the arcade, because, you know, back then, you know, you couldn't play arcade remotely with anybody. So you can theoretically play with three people on the screen. So there's only three players. You have Bugs Bunny, female Bugs Bunny, and LeBron. Now, LeBron James, for those yeah, of you Le- who are Le- sports LeBron people. Bunny. Now, is, is the now, female Bugs Bunny, I, is her name Babs? What's... I have no yeah. idea. It's it's like Bugs Bunny with a wig on. I don't know. And so <laughs> that's a character. I just forget her name. <laughs> or a little. No, it's a little more. It's a curvier Bugs Bunny. <laughs> Bugs Bunny used to like dressing up as a lady. Oh I yeah. Don't know oh yeah. That, I mean, he couldn't do that, that nowadays. That's like that would just be. Yeah, that was like a a funny gag back yeah. in the day on the uh, the Looney Tunes. But but I do have good news for this uh, game is that you do not have to play with LeBron. You can beat the game and never ever once use that character. So. Again, on the story, let me just fill in a little bit more on that. Uh, I'm unclear exactly, but we, uh, I can only, since uh, I skipped through, I can only assume, I can only assume that it has something to do with LeBron going into outer space and attempts to find a single person who thinks he's better than Jordan. I'm not 100% sure because I did not play with him as a character at all. And I can only assume also, I, again, I can only assume that. When you smash objects in the game that drop food that you eat to regain your health, that he chokes on it because that's what he does. Again, I did not play with him as a character, (laughs) but I can only assume, I can only assume that when an enemy came up to, comes up to you when you are using that character, that you fall over to the ground before contact is initiated and that he, like the movie tie-in, would flop. Now, lastly, (laughs) again... I did not use this character again. I'm I'm just, I'm just pure speculation. I can only assume that when you get to the end of the level with him in it, that when it distributes the points based on the performance in the level to determine the winner of the stage, that he intervenes and divides all the points evenly amongst all the players and lectures everyone on the merits of communism while getting rich off the merits of capitalism. And then he like touches his forced child slave labor shoes that have made him rich. Oh. Again, I, I'm just speculating here uh, because I didn't use that character. So there's probably a lot to this game that I did not get oh to see. <laughs> but, uh, uh, anyhow, they're, they're going to have to a disclaimer before and be like the views of uh, Elroy and Free Hero are not the views of AH101. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh shoot. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Do you know- anyway, uh, now that I now that I've done murderizing LeBron, let's go <laughs> on to something uh, you know, let's uh, let's talk about where this game wins, you know. Let's talk about winning, so we won't talk about it. <laughs> now, simple fun. That is what this game's all about. So you have some variety of attacks. So in any beat-em-up, you have your attack. And then the crucial aspect of any beat-em-up is a jump attack. For some reason, that jump attack is always just dynamite in a can, man. And so that's what you're going to use in this mm-hmm. game a lot because it is super overpowered and, and there's a lot going on. You got to get in the air and stay in the air as much as possible. And you can also do like a running slide attack, but I think I only accidentally did that twice yep. and it, I don't even think I hit anything. I mean, you're not going to use nope. that. So the jump attack is the key. Oh, so. there's, uh, did you know there's also and, there's also a like a spinny attack that uses some of your health if you do oh, it. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm getting to that. I'm getting <laughs> yeah. to that. Uh, that that would be in the what did it do poorly <laughs> part. Uh, th- this is still what it. This is what it did okay. well part. So yeah, <laughs> spoiler there. Yes, 
So what it also did well is there's a good variety of specials. And so there's a couple of characters. I believe there was eight. Is that how many cards are in the game? I think so, yeah. So there's an there's an achievement for getting all the cards. So if you're playing the game, that will be the last uh the last couple of achievements you'll probably get, which is discover all the the Space yeah. Jam cards because you get that for for basically doing everything in the game. So there's a couple modes you get an achievement for being the game on normal, mm-hmm. being the game on hard, and then there's a boss rush uh thing that you have to beat. So those are the three modes and then there's a couple of uh qualifiers like you get an achievement for Beating the game without continuing, which is really easy if you have a ghost uh, controller active at all time. Uh, the 999,000 in a single playthrough is really easy. Uh, I actually got that because I just didn't die. But if you do die, and I don't, even, I don't even think it resets your score though because it didn't mm-hmm. when I was playing in hard mode. I died a few times, so you you should get that before you even get to the place where you can spam it. There's like a a game breaking type yeah. thing at the end where you can just throw the ball at this thing over and over again and get as many points as yeah, you want. Yeah, I, I, I didn't get it the first time. With I had, I had to use the, I had oh. to use the glitch. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's another one. That's it's the, actually got a pretty I high ratio. Really as well. It's just like it's like that. Yeah. It reminds me kind of like on the, of that that Mario shell thing. You just got to keep yeah. doing it and the, yeah, that's and a the great points comparison. go up yeah. and the points go up. So, yeah. Do 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, on the little pyramid thing, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But but anyway, so that's kind of all the where the achievements are divided up. And so there's a space card you pick when you when you start the game. So you have to choose one, and that is um, your special. So there's I think eight in the game, I think and you're, right. you're probably only going. To, is there ten? Might be ten. No, eight I, think, to ten. Oh, I, I think it's all. Yeah, it's like, I, I forget who it is. I, I'm trying to remember who the characters. <laughs> I'm trying to remember who the characters were. They're all the Looney Tunes yeah. guys, you know. You got you have Sammy Sam, you got uh, the Tasmanian Devil, yeah. you got Granny, you got uh, oh, shoot. Tweety Bird, Tweety Bird, I think has one. Daffy Duck, and then uh, yeah, yeah, Sylvester the Cat, Roadrunner, Roadrunner, yeah, Roadrunner. Road that's I think that's yeah, eight right there, Sylvester. right? Yes, yeah, I think yeah, we're really starting to scrape the barrel. So yeah, Ki- uh, I think was, you're right. Ki- I think was Coyote eight. one of them? Two or was it just Roadrunner? He maybe. I don't remember Coyote, but I mean, for me, what I did, I only used the Granny yeah, one yeah. because it's use the, the best one because it drops That's food. It. Yeah, use Granny, and then once you beat the game, go back and then just use them, you know, die, and then use the next one, die, yep. and use the yep. next one, die. And so, um, but yeah, so I did go back and try them, and they were pretty varied. And mm-hmm. so I say that they did well with that, and that they are really, if you're just playing this game casually, you might play around with all the different ones. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so. There's that. Although the Yosemite Sam one's pretty useless unless you're trying like competing against somebody local co-op for score yeah. because all it does is drop a bunch of money on yeah. the ground. So I yeah, I was like, oh, you, you drop okay. it, there's like six shoes like yeah, bang, 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 you know. Yeah, it's just like all of a sudden there's money on the ground. Okay, sure. <laughs> but uh, they were unique. Uh, some one of them, you know, like speeds you up, another one, you know, makes you where you have like flames around you and stuff like that. So there, there's a couple of unique ones in there, but. I used the uh, Tasmanian Devil one also with my second controller. That way, I c- I could hit Y with it every once in a while, and then just knock everyone down so I could re- go see where the ball is. Because um, that's kind of what this game is about. Is it? It reminded me of the 1989 arcade game, but instead of turtles, you had rabbits, mm-hmm. and then also you add in the modifier of this ball that's in the center of the court. Yeah, was, and was, so, uh, yeah, I want to know what you thought. You about didn't it. like the ball. Okay, so with the ball, I actually liked it because when I first started, uh, I didn't really appreciate the ball. I, I just I played through on regular without 
I mean, I might have touched it, you know, just to break the canisters, but that was about it. And then accidentally picked it up a few times. But when I went through on hard, uh, well, I read a guide for the boss, the boss rush, and I played boss, boss. That's hard to say. Boss rush mode after playing normal and beat it first try. Actually, I, I have a really good, some really good tips for that. If you, if someone's looking for some tips on that, but I beat it first try, and then, but in, to do so. I read the guide and it said, use charged ball attacks. That's all you need to do. And so I use those and it like destroys those main bosses. And I was like, oh, wow. And so I was like, I'll bet you it does this to other enemies too. So when I went back through on hard mode, that's all you have to do is just grab the ball, charge it up, jump, throw it. And it might detonates on the ground and then it bounces back up and you pretty much catch it, you know, midair and then start charging it up and then jump, throw it on the ground and it just demolish it. I mean, you just murderizing all these enemies. Uh, so that's how I got through hard mode really quick is I just used the jump charged ball attack. And so it's very overpowered. I guess that's probably because it's the point of the game is that you're playing basketball in space and stuff. <laughs> and so. you're jamming it. But, uh, so you didn't use the charge attack at all? No. On, on the, I, the, like, the minor I boss? I, I, I wasn't doing the... I didn't either. So there's a jump charge attack? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, when you charge the yeah. ball and you're standing there, it, it just goes straight. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to judge if they're in your line of sight mm-hmm. or not. And so a lot of times you just throw it off the screen and then Tweety has to bring it yeah. back. But with the jump charge, it's very easy. You It creates a huge radius oh, around man. it. No. It's like you're throwing an atom bomb on the ground. Like you charge it up and you jump and chunk it and it damages not just one enemy. I mean, it damages <sighs> yeah. like anything in the area. I mean, it's just I would probably it's have, way overpowered. I would probably have a vastly different opinion <laughs> than if I used it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I uh, I uh, I just kind of discovered it. I didn't see anything in any of the guides I read about using that. I just happened to jump one time when I threw it, and I was like, "Oh dang, that thing just tore yeah. him up!" And I was like, ah, well, "Well, I guess I know what I'm using the rest yeah, of the like game." Yeah, like I said, I, I mean, I used the charge ball attack definitely on the bosses because there's only one one enemy on the screen, so it wasn't that difficult. Right. But um, true. You know, when the, with the groups of enemies, I never had, I never had done the charged mm. and uh, yeah. You know, I'd never done the charge jump with it. I would just do the, so I, I didn't know you could have that AOE effect on it. Uh, but yeah, no, that's, uh, that's, uh, like I said, I probably have a vastly different opinion on that if, uh, <laughs> if I used it that way. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. So it was kind of a cool, um, little addition to the game, I guess. And it's, it's always, the ball is always there. So you can always find it and grab it, charge it up and chunk it. And also with the ball. Um, if you're looking to do this without having to continue anyway, is if you're playing with a ghost controller, just go up to the ghost controller every time that uh, you're between sets of enemies and just throw the ball back and forth, back and forth, and it charges up your special, drop your food, get full mm-hmm. health, and then pass the ball, pass the ball, pass the ball, and then you got it ready to roll for the if you get low on health. It's real easy. I mean, it's just uh, that's a real easy way to cheese the yeah. game. And, and then uh, I guess I'll go ahead and throw in my boss tip, uh, boss rush mode tip, which is... All you have to do is get through the first two bosses and then the first round of the of the next one uh, of the last boss. And that's actually another thing I really liked about this game. It kind of tells into the, my next point, which is that I really like the they improved on the bosses like on the uh, Ninja Turtles 89 game. Most of the enemies or the bosses are just, you know, big, bulky things that just kill you. And they, there's not a whole lot of variety. They're mm-hmm. just big, bulky things that take a buttload of hits. That's Rocksteady, Bebop and Crane. And so in this, you had one that was flying around. You had another one that was like a snake. And then the the last one is 
no, like a too big to be even on the screen, and it's just you're fighting like his hands and stuff. So, robot. Um, yeah, and so I like the bosses on it, but if you're trying to get through boss mode, beat the first two, beat the first round of the of the last guy, which is really easy to avoid his attacks, and then get through the the minions that he spawn, and then you'll have the canister appear. If you've made it that far, you're set because all you have to do is hit the canister with the ball until you fill up your special, and then you can drop your health, get full health back, then just sit there and hit the canister again and charge up your special, and then you're ready and you're not you know you're you're not gonna lose at that point. So there you go. That's how nice. you beat it. Real easy, yeah. simple. I mean, yeah. First first try, first try for me. Yeah, I, think, I, I, yeah I needed a two a second a second try on that one. So yeah, it's really not that bad. The ratios are even over overinflated at twenty one. Yeah, they're pretty. Uh, I'm yeah, still surprised they're over. It's still over twenty one hundred. Yeah, crazy, right? But uh, let's see. Um, oh no, yeah, there you go. So where did it fall short? I think I covered everything I liked about it. So um, so by the very nature of it, it would be weird to uh kind of criticize it i guess because it's not being deep enough because it is a promo it is like a free promo just you know go watch a crappy movie and uh it only had three stages so i mean what do you really expect so instead of really breaking it down let me just get to some ticky tack stuff all right so here you go <laughs> this is the best i could come up with uh, for stuff i didn't like about it so the special, you mentioned it earlier, the button layout was troublesome. Like several times I would activate it by accident, yes. which is problematic because it takes off your freaking health. So it's like the same buttons as a jump attack. And so like if you hit it while you're still on the ground and you're trying, you, you, there's a lot of button mashing going on. So it's really easy to activate it while you're standing on the ground. And if you're running low in health, then, then it basically just decimates your health. And not that you really need it because you can continue all you want, but I was I was unsure about the score thing, so I was trying to make it to the end without having to continue. And I uh, finally got, I did get the the one million without having to continue, so that was pretty cool. But uh, that was just using all my other tricks. But anyway, so that they probably could have just used a separate button for that. Yeah. Uh, just, just saying, just saying. And then my next thing is, what's up with the frog enemy? <laughs> oh like, my god. Uh, <laughs> Like, for, well, for A, it's annoying, but B, all the other enemies are somewhat yes. similar, right? They're all like robot <sighs> things. So, like, they all have a similar color scheme. They're like this lavender color, red, blue, lavender. <sighs> and you can tell that they all come from the same game. If you lined up the sprites for all the enemies in this game, and you'd be like, which one's not like the other yes. one? Well, <sighs> what is rough? Did that... Did that come out left field for like you they too? were the most annoying game in the they were the most annoying thing in the whole freaking game like <laughs> oh god I mean, especially on, on especially on hard when like it has the four robots oh, will yeah. spawn and then four frogs will spawn like two on each side and i'm like yeah. oh you've got to be kidding me right now <laughs> yeah yeah and i i just was curious what they were doing <sighs> in this game they look yeah. like something from mega man yeah. like I mean, are they, they look like they're straight out of mega there frogs man in the they're movie? green they're not even in the right colors yeah, I don't, uh, maybe. I don't know. And like the stages. That could be the only thing I could think of if there's frogs in the movie. Yeah, maybe. But the background doesn't even make sense. It was like you're in a like a, an Egyptian pyramid on one stage when I think when yeah. they appear. And it's like, why are there a plague of Egypt, oh, I guess? Man, I, don't, I don't know. But it, it made no sense. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I they were annoying and all, but make them look like, like round Roomba robot yeah, or something yeah. like that jumps. Or, like I didn't understand why they had one enemy that resembled an animal and then the rest of them all resembled like 
you know, round robots. Mm-hmm. I, I oh, don't yeah. know. I mean, it's puzzling. Like, yeah, uh, 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 yeah. Were they, <laughs> just... were those frogs even robots? Cause they, they didn't look robotic. <laughs> I know. Right? It's just like, well, they, they, they looked robotic to me because I thought they came straight from Mega Man. I thought I stumbled in the wrong <sighs> game. Oh, so I don't know. It, it was that the robot frog thing kind of confused yeah. me. All right. And then you get near the end of the game and there's a bathroom scene where a robot uses the bathroom, flushes the toilet, and then just barges right out to kill you. <laughs> Kid, kids play this game. That robot did not wash his hands. I'm telling you, he didn't wash his hands. He did not wash his hands for 20 seconds. No, he did not sing happy birthday twice. No, nope, nope. He probably still had all kinds of oil on his hands. And and uh, it was, I don't know, it's kind of gross that he was going to start attacking you with those hands that he just didn't wash. So kids were watching, kids play this game. They, he could have, I think it would have actually made it actually pretty funny if you, know, because it's like this awkward pause where you hear the toilet flush and then he comes barging out it would have been funny if he had like you heard like a sink going and it literally makes you wait for 20 seconds that would have been pretty funny like where you had to wait for him to watch his hands come out like you hear you're like the robot hitting the the uh the paper towel dispenser and you're like you know and then like pulls it off and then goes back the air machine yeah or the air machine yeah but they could add a little more fun there. Granted, they were on a sh- probably a shoestring budget right. <laughs> and just were trying to get the promo game out. But if I had designed the game, I would have had some fun there where you literally have to wait like a minute for this enemy to appear out of the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with really the game. It just would have been funny. But anyway. And then lastly, can we get Tweety Bird a jersey? So everyone in the game is wearing a jersey but him. So Porky, Porky Pig has one on. And his role in the game is like basically just he's the little arrow that tells you to go to the yeah. right. He just appears on the screen and say, you need to go to the right now. You've killed all the enemies. And Tweety's working like 100 times harder than him bringing this basketball back. Like So when the ball goes off the screen, Tweety's bringing it back every time. And, he's got, and he's, drops the it basketball right in the has to outweigh him by a lot. That you have read, you have read my mind because I've said this brings all kinds of questions in regards to the airspeed velocity of the Tweety Bird. So, first, I don't even know where he grips the ball. There is no husk on this ball, and second, it's an issue of weight ratios. A one ounce Tweety Bird could not carry a one point four pound basketball. Yep, nope, it definitely. It did not yep, make sense. That we need to. We need to. We need to look <laughs> in the just, uh, the uh, airspeed velocity. Yeah, of uh, the wings of the Tweety Bird. Sure. Yeah, I'm, it was a European yellow canary, I believe, not an African ah, yellow canary. That's, but that's I'm not I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I didn't see any. I didn't see any additional Tweety Birds helping him no, carry it. No, so there you go. Not at all. Yeah. So that's it. That's that was all the feedback I had for the game. <laughs> <laughs> so if that's the best I got, then you can tell I kind of enjoyed the game, which I did. So there you go. Yeah. Did I mention you don't have to play as LeBron? What, what's I that? I thought I mentioned that. Did I mention you don't have to play as LeBron? <laughs> yeah. You don't. You absolutely don't have to have to play as LeBron. <laughs> so who did, did you did you beat was, it with? I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that. Did you beat it with Bugs? Oh yeah, I just want. I, I played with uh, Bugs, and then uh, female Bugs Bunny just took a whooping the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I guess in retrospect, I should have had LeBron as the guy that just stood there and just took a yeah. beating the whole time. Yeah. In retrospect, but anyway. But yeah, no, I, I, uh, I actually, I actually beat it just I'm kind of legit because I didn't have a second player. Like I didn't bother to plug in a second controller. Mm. I just beat it one person with the, Yeah, I probably could have. Yeah, I mean, I it's not, it's not it, too difficult. I think I know, I remember, I think it was Foo for somebody was talking on the show how 
It couldn't do it. I'm like, ah, get good, son. Not, not even get good. Get average. Get, get average. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta you bump, go. gotta bump those numbers up. <laughs> oh man. Has anybody heard the soundtrack to the second movie? Is it as good as the first movie soundtrack? Because the first movie soundtrack was freaking banging. Like, it was amazing. It had LL Cool J on there. It had uh, oh, nice. CNC Music Factory, I believe. Like, it was a fantastic soundtrack. I don't know if there's a soundtrack for this movie or not, but, but I, I need to look into that. Yeah. CNC Music Factory, man. They're going to make you sweat. Oh, they are. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're going to make so, you ride, they're gonna make you you ride the train, is- too. <laughs> oh come on right now that that was a different group man. was it and this uh oh yeah that was uh the, 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 the oh gosh come on right trade uh come on right the train oh lord no that's not come that's not cnc music factory oh you sh- are you sure oh maybe maybe that i'm wrong oh, yeah girl, man shoot you you man uh dang i can't think of what it CNC is music factory the space jam song right i gotta Everybody look it up i gotta look it up, up. I'm, I, I take no credit now. We got the real jam. I can just tell you, I can tell you 100% it's not CNC Music right. Factory. Right. So, ride the train. Uh, let's see. Quad City oh, DJs. That's right. Dang yep. it. Now I that you say it, it's like, yep, yeah. you're right. Yep, yep, yep. Quad City DJs. I think they even say the name of their song or their album or their band in it, maybe. Maybe not. I can't remember. Hmm. Kind of like, you know, everyone, Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> I don't know. Every you know you know you know who sings you know who sings that? Yeah, Wang Chung, man. Yeah, Wang Chung. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, no, Quad City DJ did the Space Jam song too. Jesus, did it? So hmm. so no, I'm looking I'm looking at the first the first soundtrack. So so you got to remember these bangers: "Fly Like an Eagle" by Seal. Yeah, I believe I can fly by R. Kelly. Hmm. Um, Basketball Jones. <laughs> See, I like Basketball Jones. I mean, I actually know all these songs. I I listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. Oh, that's the way I like it by Bismarcky and the Spin Doctors. Hmm, I remember the Spin Doctors. Yeah, you know the Spin Doctors, right? They do uh, two princes. Little, yeah. I couldn't think of what the name of the song was, but yeah, I just remember them being kind of. They look like they might smell bad. I don't know, <laughs> they the do look like some dirty hippies. Yeah, that's okay. I can say that because I, I used to benefit from. I, show, I, right? I know, I know a lot of dirty hippies, so it's okay. I can say that. There you go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but it's, it's, I mean, I, I know all these songs because I used to listen to this front to back all the time. It was good, and I just remember there was one, there was one, um, there was one line in I think it was uh, "Hit 'Em High," the the Monstars album anthem, and uh, okay, oh, I was like. If the refs get political, trip them like Bob Dole. Am I getting lyrical, Daddy? I think so. <laughs> it was like what? Man. Trip them like Bob Dole. Oh yeah. Then Bob. You know, once I got, I realized what, what alluded to Bob Dole tripped. I guess before then, but I was like, um, the people listening mm-hmm. to this aren't going to realize who that is. So <laughs> yeah, most people probably think he like sells fruit yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Most people wouldn't know a Bob Dole reference, I would imagine, but it was, it so, was definitely yeah. a reach. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that uh, there's at least one individual that is wondering to know if you have your uh, fantastic, uh, yes, yes, uh, my, superior my su- solutions. Superior uh, solutions. Yes. Mm. Oh, do, do, should I wait for the music? I, I'm waiting. Uh, oh no, yeah. I, I, was, I was wondering if you were going to cue the music up with the, the masterpiece theater. Oh, 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 yeah. I think I did do that last time. See, you take a week yeah, off. I know, right? I forget. Uh, you broke protocol on that. I did, so I, did I, I did. I did. I did forget. 
So, and special shout out to The Rock. Yes, yes. He, he, he is a big fan of yours. He is a big fan of the Superior Solutions. It was the XL The yeah. Rock LX. <sighs> Welcome to Superior Solutions by Freaky Rope. Today's solution is brought to you by Sanglamore. The solution is for the achievement first failure in Capcom Arcade Stadium. It is worth 30 gamer score for 35 TA. The solution is as follows. Start any game. Die. Don't continue. Voila. This has been another Superior Solutions brought to you by Freak Hero. Look up those Superior Solutions. They're, they're amazing. All right. It's got one upvote. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Did you give him a second one? I got. I think I have to unlock. Uh, can I give him a second one? Let's uh, see. Probably not. Nope. I tried to give you a thumbs I up. I just on gave him a thumbs up. He, He's but good. I hadn't played it. Oh, nice. There we go. Okay, cool. All right. Well, I have a retro oh, Chigo nice, nice, the day for nice. you. What is the retro? Yeah, it's not. It's not as popular as the uh, Superior Solutions. Apparently, I don't get fan mail hey. like you do. But <laughs> shout out to the Rock again. <laughs> but uh, there you go. So this one comes from Nair Automata. Mm-hmm. Become as God's edition. I, I'm sure I just nailed that. And it is worth 15 gamer score. It is. An achievement that is earned for uh, accessing Emil's shop for the first time. And the name of the achievement is Come Take a Look. Any ideas what that might be from? Come Take a Look. Come Take a Look. It's not the entire expression. It's just part of it. Oh, is it it from a game? No, it's from an annoying annoying thing on television. Okay, what is it? All right. Well, this is a continuation of my annoying songs from the 80s collection. I will not sing this one for you, however. And so, this is, I believe in full context, take a look. It's in a book. It's, it's reading, reading Rainbow. Rainbow. Yep, yep. I can, I can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, obviously, it's a little more dramatic than that. But Reading Rainbow, I never watched this show, so I really couldn't tell you what it's about. But in the, t- I, the only thing I can tell you is that I do remember hearing the theme so many times that it's in my head, and I can only guess that it that it looked like I, I went and looked it up and it was only like 30 seconds long. So the time that it took for me to get from my chair or my couch to the television to change the channel, because we didn't have remotes back then, it, to turn this off, I would hear the song. So it stuck in my head, even though I never watched the show, because I, you know, it, it takes a minute to change the channels I, yeah, back I, in the day. I, I so never watched the show either, so uh, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I could, yeah, I can tell you. I know the song, but <laughs> I couldn't tell you what it was, what the show's and, uh, about. I, so. I know LeVar Burton, actually. Uh, he is Jordy LaForge on Star Trek, The Next Generation. Oh. I believe. Yeah, oh, yeah. no. So, but yeah, no, I never, yeah, never watched it either, so. <laughs> I wonder how many people know the song, but yeah, never watched yeah. a single second of the show. <laughs> it's, you're right, because you yeah. had to get up and change the channel, so you, 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 by the time you get yeah, there. you would have heard done. it. Yep, yep, nope. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, I think we, we should probably wrap this up then, so. I think so, I think we should make like Jesus and get the flock out of here. Yeah, and if you're awesome like The Rock and you want to give us some uh, some support, just let us know, or if you want anything on the show, or, or the segment, I should say, uh, let us know, and. We'll see what the we can do. The fan get. mailbox is open. <laughs> That's right, because we got through our one yeah. email. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, I will uh, see you next time. All right, guys. Thanks Peace. for listening. Y'all take care.
Hello and welcome to another Spoketober special. I'm Waka Pale, echoing Legohead 1977's recommendation of a game with a glowing 2.4 stars on TrueAchievements.com. TA suggested it was a 3-4 hour completion, which Legohead quoted, omitting the fact that he hadn't completed it himself. I found out the hard way that the game's 1.7 TA ratio was rather low. Zombies Ruined My Day has 12 achievements, worth 1000 game score and 1700 TA. The game is a deceptively simple, slightly tower defensive twin stick action puzzle 2D platformer, normally going for $4. It offers 27 levels spanning 3 environments, where the objective is to kill all of the undead while keeping yourself and sometimes others alive. Each level has set waves of enemies who shuffle around in a predictable pattern, with plenty of special zombies to change things up. Enemies move slowly between platforms, mostly from the top of the level before reaching the ground level where your character is stuck. You can jump, but it is not always useful, as there are usually way too many enemies to jump over, and you turn into a zombie from just touching another one failing the game. Every level you start off with a very weak handgun, which after the first few levels is not viable to solely rely on. The zombies might not be fast, but they will easily overwhelm you, as they are plentiful and rather bullet spongy. The first few levels teaches you the game mechanics, and are rather easy, lulling you into a false sense of security as the difficulty escalates quickly after the first set of levels, forcing you to play the game more as a puzzle game instead of relying on brute force. This steep increase in difficulty likely made many achievement hunters rage quit, giving the game an unfairly low score. The completion is technically doable in an hour, but will likely take you around 3-4 to four hours which is the current estimate on TA, but can differ a few hours in either direction depending on skill. Unless you are following a guide, most levels will likely take you multiple attempts before you have figured them out, which is half the battle. You will also have to execute your plan, which can be difficult. Enemy waves and timings are set, but there are some randomness in the enemy order within waves, which can mess up your plans. This usually makes little difference, but there is a certain level where you need to keep survivors alive on a ferris wheel that can be close to impossible to complete if you get certain zombie types in a bad order. Ammo management and knowing when to use certain weapons is crucial to succeed. While you usually have ammo to spare at the end of each level, there are often choke points at some points during most levels where you run out of ammo, unless you have close to perfect aim. Zombies Ruined My Day is far from impossible, but the tuning of the levels leaves little room for errors on normal difficulty, which you need to complete to get the completion. There's not much to the game, but what is in it is polished and surprisingly well tuned. I enjoyed Zombies Ruined My Day way more than I expected. The punishing difficulty meshed well with the short levels of trial and error, gradually improving my attempts most of the time. 
trial and error is usually considered bad, but I found the game was rarely too unfair and rather easy to spot where you made a mistake for you to adapt your next attempt. The achievement list is very straightforward. Completing every level on normal difficulty will unlock every achievement aside from a set of multi-kill achievements. The most difficult of which being Terminator, which tasks you with killing 20 zombies with one shot. You are unlikely getting this achievement without specifically going for it, but it is rather easy if you try it on level 7, as it allows you to group up a huge number of weak zombies using barricades, and then throwing a grenade into the horde. Since there is no level select, I recommend you remember to do it on your first and only playthrough, if you play on normal difficulty that is, or you will have to replay the first few levels which should only take around 10 minutes or so, so it's not really a big deal. Zombies Ruin My Day does not exactly have the highest production values, but it is very well made considering the $4 price tag. If you're up for a bit of a challenge and don't mind a bit of well-designed trial and error gameplay, Zombies Ruin My Day is not a bad choice. Have a nice day everyone!